What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. I'm Seeker127. What's up? <laughs> the Cabbler. Hey. Every, every time. Big surprise. It's me again. We tried to get Monty in here, but he might uh, in. he's unresponsive. He's old, so right. takes unresponsive. Him to put his shoes on. <laughs> exactly what I said. I have no idea what we're talking about this week. Anthem. We got Anthem on the list. Yeah, well, we we, there's played, nothing new with that, really. Well, we, we can give our thoughts on it because we've both played it now. We did um, that last week. Did we? Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not a whole lot in the news, uh, but let's see. Resident Evil Netflix TV series is in the well, works. Can, yeah, who gives a shit about that? I do. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Uh, new law firms suing Activision over about, Bungie uh, split up, so Activision's getting sued. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know how that works. How does that even out. work? Activision's recent split up with Bungie caused stock to dive nearly 10%. Blah, blah, blah. Shareholders mm. say Activision didn't clearly outline how the Bungie split would affect its stock and weren't aware how its relinquishment well, of the Destiny IP would trigger a negative impact on share value. Well, those it's alleged that Activision good. statements were materially false and misleading, and shareholders are encouraged to sue the billion-dollar publisher for damages. Let's talk about how shares work, okay? And not extensively or anything like that. Um, not extensively or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, shares are kind of like whether they're doing good or bad are kind of made up, you know? It's kind of a bunch of people sitting in a room perceiving something. Like when a share stock, when, a, when stock drops, it's usually because a company did something that may or may not be a negative. And well, I don't really see what's going on here. The like, stock market, like, freak out and start. Oh, suddenly the value. Well, anytime goes down. there's a big change for any reason, stocks drop. Always. Right. But the thing I don't get is like. Clearly, Activision came out and explained what was going to happen and tried to spin it to make it sound like a positive, and people didn't pull out and lost money. I I don't think there's a case for that. Like I don't think there's a case for that either. If they were unless losing Acti money, if Activision, if Activision was losing money, then <clears> it's, it's only a neg a positive to get rid of them. Well, Activision can't see the future, right? Like maybe they right. if, by pulling out, they think this is going to be a good business. I mean, obviously they do because that's why businesses do that's things. What they did, yeah. They might be wrong, but I don't know how that's misleading, really. Right. So basically, they're suing for not having insider information. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's Pretty the way much. it reads to me. Yeah. Anyway, fuck nowhere. Activision. Well, no, not fuck Activision. Fuck. Activision is pretty decent. They stay out of things pretty decently. They don't really get involved in Blizzard too much. They don't. They didn't really get involved in Destiny a whole lot. Bungie fucked up Destiny. Okay. Blizzard's fucking up World of Warcraft. Everybody shits on Activision. I'm tired of the publisher hate. That's what I'm tired of. There are some. Uh, shady practices that go on. But most of the big publishers that get shit on don't deserve it. Ubisoft deserves a little more shit than it gets. Granted, they've been pumping out some good games for the past couple years, but they still do shady business practices of like 13 different types of pre-orders and shit like that. 
Meanwhile, EA's over <clears> here like <throat> giving you an entire catalog of all their games for fifteen dollars a month, and people are like, eh, "EA is the worst." The fuck are you talking about? And people get a little too involved with uh, what goes on behind the scenes. Like, just play your goddamn video games or don't. Right. I don't know. I don't know what else people expect. Absolutely. Well, we could talk about uh, Division. We didn't play it. <sighs> well, we could talk it. about Apex Legends, too. Yeah. Let's see. Which which one triggers me more? We can start with uh, Apex Legends, and then I can move on to why Reddit's bullshit. Yeah, let's do that. I'll play it All right, so... Nicely. Apex Legends. Uh, as far as BR games go, it's pretty good. Yeah. As far as games as a whole go, BR games suck. So yeah, balance that out. Well, I think that's because we haven't gotten a really good BR. Well, and to be fair, it's our opinion of what we think a good BR is, and we mostly agree that it's some fundamental things like low time to kill. You know, yeah, that's my biggest problem. Is not awareness. only is there a really high time to kill, but there's a lot of armor. And the fucking magazines on the guns are really small for some reason. Like, yeah, there's a submachine gun that fires really fast, has 18 bullets per mag. Now, mm -hmm. I, uh, I clipped this, and granted, I missed shots, but I still hit the guy 8 to 10 times. 8 to 10 per, times. Per and uh, I posted this clip on Reddit in one of the com uh, topics that we're talking about time to kill. And people just shit all over me for like, well, you missed all your shots. My point was, yes, I recognize that I missed shots, but the number of shots I did hit him with should fucking kill him. Yeah, what's so, your argument? That he should have to hit every single shot in two magazines? Yeah. So That's basically what happened is we both dropped, Gabler and I dropped. Uh, this guy dropped on the floor below us. I picked up the only gun in the area, which was a submachine gun. Right. Uh, we start going down the stairs. We see him. The guy's running after me. <laughs> yeah. I, I shoot him. I hit him like three or four times. And then I run out of ammo, so I go Rumble. back up. Yeah, no, no, no. This is before that. Coming oh, okay. up the stairs. I retreat up the stairs. I reload. I know he's coming up the stairs, so I run like behind the little stair thing and you jump down him behind him. Movement. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't I, realize you've jumped down behind him because he's yeah. an idiot. And then I unload. I probably hit him with half my bullets, so another eight shots or so. Uh, and then mm -hmm. he turns around and kills me. And the reason he killed me was, A, he had a better gun with heavy Sorry. ammo. Nope. Not, no, he had a burst fire thing, oh, but I had heavy ammo. Oh, he had a hemlock, okay. And then he uh, he also had better armor. I had no armor, he had armor. So he got outplayed, and uh, yeah, sure, I missed some shots. But he should be dead from what I did hit him with. Which is and, Why didn't he have to unload two magazines on Seeker? Right, well, headshots and armor. But again, this is why I don't like BR games. He got outplayed, and he just got a better drop. Like, he was able to drop before us. And Kit, the second to best armor in the game, and one of the best guns in the game. Well, it's not that you don't like BR games. It's that you don't like the current form of BR games. Yeah, the concept but people on Reddit are defending this and just basically shit all over me. Start personally attacking that I'm a self-important streamer. It's like, well, you realize you that... This, though? Didn't you post this, though, in a thread where somebody was like, unpopular opinion, the time to kill is fine. Well, the thread was commenting on how many time to kill topics there were in a row on their Reddit mm -hmm. feed. And I was there to look for solutions to my crashing problem. And I just happened to click on this out of curiosity and got sucked into the fucking yeah, rabbit hole that is Reddit. Jerking off. And here's some the idiot it, jerking off a developer with the concept that somehow a developer perfectly nailed the time to kill at launch. Go fuck yourself. No, and <laughs> okay. here, here's my argument. 
casuals love high time to kill. And when I say casuals, it's fine if you're a casual gamer. It's but I would define the difference between casual gamers and hardcore gamers is pretty much the amount of time you spend playing games. If you've got like a life and you play video games an hour or two a day, and you know, I would say you're a casual. But if you're actually willing to take a game you like and sit there and grind it out, then I would say yeah. you're hardcore. And I mean, yeah, that's not hardcore. it's not a fucking rigid line. You know, it's a it's a gray line you yeah. can move in and out of. And it's not like one's better than the other. It's just the hardcore gamer for that game focuses on that game more than anything yeah so like i'm a hardcore gamer but i would say i'm pretty casual when it comes to br games but being a hardcore gamer i still like low time to kill and this is where the whole time to kill argument came in people on reddit and i mean universally think that high time to kill requires more skill and i know for a fact that they're wrong and here's why so each style of time to kill requires a different skill set high time to kill requires better tracking and more precision the tracking being like the ability to keep your crosshair over an enemy while you're shooting and they're moving and precision is that you want a close grouping of bullets yeah right low time to kill requires reflexes and uh i don't know it's a different type of precision like twitch reflexes right like you got to be able to react where they are fast and move your cursor there fast so people are like well i don't i don't want a game that you know uh, just the winner's determined by who shoots first. But that's how it should be. Because low time to kill also requires awareness and positioning. This is why in Fortnite you see people out in the open just jumping around, bunny hopping and shit. And well, then what happens? Insane. They fucking get shot at and they build something and that's it. They get shot a million times, they don't fucking die. <laughs> what they're essentially saying is, I don't want knowledge to be a factor in this game. Yeah, pretty much. I don't want intel to be a factor in this game. That's what BR is. Okay, so here's what you do. If you don't want knowledge and intel to be a factor in, in your game, don't play BR. It's not for you. The whole point of Battle Royale games is to introduce the concept of intel and knowledge being so strong and powerful features that, that it doesn't. you don't have to be a Twitch shooter. You don't have to be somebody that can snap 180 degrees and pop somebody in the head quickly when they're shooting you in the back. Okay? Which with low time to kill is possible. If you don't fucking believe me, go watch Counter-Strike. Yeah, and that's the other argument. is is a one-shot headshot, and people get shot in the back all the time, flip around and pop people's heads. I am really tired of people saying that high time to kill equals team shooters. Because, first of all, the team shooting meta is bullshit. When it happened in Destiny, people hated it. Fucking hated it. Because there's nothing you could do to counter it. Yeah, and Overwatch. But then they're like, well, you're the one who decided to play a team-based BR game. It's like, it's free. Like, why would I not load it up and give it a shot? It's free. I have nothing to lose by trying it. But it's not a team-based BR game. There's no such thing. BR is buying <clears throat> buy well, through, the ga- considered they, to be... Respawn said well, they made the this. game to be a, a team-based that's, game. That's why they all have they abilities They say what shit. they want, but that's bullshit. Because, first of all, their abilities aren't as strong as Overwatch abilities in terms of changing the course of battle. Okay? Like, some of the strongest abilities are... Smoke, you can, you can put smoke pellets out. Well, what does that mean? That just means the game can never introduce smoke grenades because that character becomes useless at that point, right? So smoke's been a BR game since all of them. Another one is like, probably the strongest ability is, is these two characters that can disappear, basically. They can uh, remove themselves from the moment of battle. And listen, if you don't like the idea of getting shot in the back, play Wraith, okay? As soon as you get shot, 
you're fucking out of there and you're in cover yeah. suddenly because you know where you're getting shot from the the system there's a lot of systems that this game does really well and one of them is the 3d marking system of where you're being shot from yeah which is required in in shooter games so i'm fine with that but you you don't have that in PUBG, okay in PUBG, you run out of the open you get shot you're fucking you got to figure out where they're coming from with sound which is what br is supposed to be br is supposed to simulate the idea of people being dropped on a battlefield and having to survive and kill each other till there's one remaining and that person gets to live. Okay. Yeah, but my main problem is that games. you can have low time to kill that is has better team-based mechanics. And you yes, can, getting, you can yeah, see this by it. Rainbow Six Siege and Counter-Strike. Like, you right. can't just increase people's health and reduce bullet damage and say, hey, work together and shoot the same target at the same time and that's a team-based shooter. Team that's all, yeah. That's, that's just evolves into team shooting. That's lazy as fuck is what it is. But you look at Rainbow Six Siege and it requires tactics and coordination and so does Counter-Strike. And guess what? You still fucking die if you get shot in the head. Low time to kill. Also, you're talking about one of the games, one of the... Most games don't have as extensive a system at communicating with people without voice chat as this game does. Okay? Yeah. This game is built with the idea that you don't want to voice chat with people. And you're telling me... I got a team shoot with people. Yeah. I mean, come the fuck on. That's my problem with this game. And it's a lot of people coming from Fortnite. And just by doing one post on Reddit and seeing the backlash I got, uh, I could tell that the community is fucking terrible. And it's the same group of casuals that just don't like dying. And granted, no one likes dying. I don't like dying, but I don't like dying to bullshit. I don't like shooting someone, let's say I shot this guy eight times. Why is eight bullets not enough? And these people can come on Reddit and be like, oh, you shot him in the leg, or you didn't shoot him in the head. It's like, okay, even if I shot him in the leg eight fucking times, he should be fucking dead. Especially with a gun that shoots 18 rounds in half a second, and then I need to reload. Well, firstly, let me just say, when I played PUBG, I had legitimate fear when we'd have to go out in an open field. And that's the point. Because you don't know if there's somebody in a tree line watching that field and sometimes you run out in that field and you never get shot and you're like who took a chance took a risk and it paid off now i'm over here where i need to be whereas sometimes you run through that field and somebody starts shooting you and your whole team might get wiped right there and it's good game it's over the alternative yep. to that is that you take the longer route and go around which means you can't loot as much you can't take those kind of chances so it's either take a risk or don't I don't feel that feeling at all in Fortnite. I don't feel it at all in this fucking game. I get it a little bit in Blackout, but I don't get it at all in this game because not not only is there cover every fucking where, okay? You can get away but easily. You can easily get away. You move so fast in this game, you can get away easily, and most of the characters have ways to get away. Uh, just about every character has a way to escape. So I don't understand what the fuck people are talking about with this idea that the team shooting prevents that? Because, first of all, it doesn't. Because if there's three guys on a fucking hill and they blast at you, you're fucking dead, okay? It doesn't matter. Like, the idea that your armor is going to save you against three people shooting you is stupid. So you're just back in the same boat. It doesn't solve an actual problem, okay? If you don't want to get shot in the back, don't run out into an open field, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Survey your surroundings. Stop running at Mach 10 while you're blasting fucking 
DJ Tisto fucking sandstorm in your ear, you idiot. <laughs> That's not what these games are about. If you want a game where you can blast fucking dubstep in your ear and jump around and do 360s and shoot people, Call of Duty is there for you. Counter-Strike is there for you, okay? There have, there have been games that have been made over the past several decades for that kind of play style. BR is new and fresh, and the whole point of BR is to get away from that, to actually have map awareness. You can say all day that when I play Call of Duty, I have map awareness and my map awareness. No, you don't. You know where the team's spawning from based off where your team is at. That's it. That's not map awareness. You're not having to look around and see where people are coming from. You're checking corners. That's it. You have map knowledge. You know where people spawn and where I, st I still come don't from. really understand why BR is so popular. I mean, you, you play a BR game, any BR game, and half of the people in the airplane or whatever, or the bus or whatever, drop immediately. And why do they drop immediately? Because they want to get shooting. into the action immediately. They want to get down there, get a gun, and start shooting. Yeah. So, like, if that's what you want, why are you playing a BR game instead of just a fucking, like, a Absolutely. regular first-person shooter like Abs Call of Duty? Absolutely. And that's the crux of this issue. You have pointed out, and you have pointed out a great example that can be studied and measured scientifically. I, I challenge anybody that disagrees with your opinion right now to go boot up every single BR game out there without having to pay for it, whatever I'm not asking you to pay for, but go boot up a BR game and watch every, play a game and show me a game, record me a single game, just one, just one and you win. Just one game where not everybody, where half the people don't jump out immediately. Just one. And I will show you why every most people that play this fucking game type suck ass because that's the worst fucking thing you could do in a BR game. If you want to guarantee yourself a higher degree chance that you're going to lose, I get it. You want to be the doc and, you know, you want to be fucking, oh man, I want to be shroud. I want to drop down there and get 20 kill games. It's not going to happen. Okay. You have to be that level of good for that to happen. That comes from years and years of playing a game like Counter-Strike where he has to twitch aim. There's a reason why Shroud isn't good at Fortnite or Blackout or this current game. And he's way better at PUBG because in PUBG, you shoot somebody in the head, they fucking die. Crazy. Yeah, and then someone actually, uh, they didn't mention it by name, but they're talking about Quake. And they're like, why are uh, like arena shooters with high time to kill from back in the day considered the, the pinnacle of shooter skill? They're not. Okay, well, there's, even if they were, that doesn't know what he's talking about. Even if they nobody were, nobody played Quake Vanilla. People modded Quake to do Insta Gib and shit. Exactly, <laughs> they fucking <laughs> modded Quake and used the two weapons that were good that killed people the fastest. Yeah, the beam and the rocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So I don't know what don't the know fuck what you're talking. talking about. And it's not a team-based game. It's not team-based at all. There's no, no, nobody plays team-based. And I just don't have the energy. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe my piss and vinegar is going away. But I do not want to be on Reddit arguing with these fucking idiots who are never going to change their mind. And granted, I'm not going to change my mind either. So, uh, fuck Reddit. Well, I'm tired also, of it. There's also the thing that the argument is that it's a team shooter. So it makes it team. Counter-Strike is one of the most popular games. I don't even need to cite other games. Just Counter-Strike. Look at Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike is the most popular shooter, hands down. Challenge me. Change my mind. Come at me. You're fucking wrong, okay? The, the gaming community has spoken. Counter-Strike is the most popular game, and it's completely team-based. Why is it so popular? Because even though it's team-based, firstly, you don't have to rely 100% on your team. 
That's the mark of a good game. A team game, you should never have to rely 100% on your team. That just creates a terrible environment where if if one of your teammates is a loser or terrible, you're going to lose. Yeah, well, put it this way. All right, just think about a game. I don't know. What's a game with a high time to kill? Uh, well, let's just let's just take it. Let's just take Apex Legends. All right. Let's say both your squad mates die. Right. And you you're alone and you come across a team of three people. What are the chances that you win? Yeah, you're pretty much done. Do. Nothing. So if at you least take in a other game, VR games, you have a chance. Well, not even BR games. You take Counter Strike or you take uh, Rainbow oh, yeah, Six Siege, can, right? And let's say it's one v four or one v five, and you have better map awareness, better positioning, and better tactics. You can win. Yeah. <laughs> like but at the same time, it can be played as a team game because the only way you're uh, if you're Shroud and Counter Strike, the only way you're going to win against that other team if is if a they're not on your level, which they shouldn't win in the first goddamn place, or b they're not. They're not taking advantage that they're a team and you're a solo. In Counter-Strike, if you end up in a situation where it's you versus an entire team, that team should kill you every time, no matter your skill level, because they have the advantage of teamwork on their side. They can communicate with each other. They have more eyeballs on where you're coming from, more ears on where you're coming from. They can put more bullets downrange than you possibly can, increasing the chance of popping you in the head. That's it. But what happens most of the time when you see that stuff? Go, go watch tournaments where people make these big comebacks, right? What is it? It's like one dude jumping around a corner with an AWP and he gets popped in the head, right? Where was his yeah. teammate? His teammate was behind the wall waiting for him to jump out. Okay, my turn now. Now I'll come out like a fucking lemming. My turn. My turn. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flank. What do you mean you're going to flank? It's one guy. <laughs> okay? Dude, he doesn't have a rocket launcher or a nuclear device. Charge his ass, trade a couple people, and finish the match. Yep. You do not Counter Strike and, is a great example of how you do not need team shooting to have team play. Otherwise, yeah. and think about why, it from a business perspective. The competitive too. aspect would just be one v ones. Think about it from a business perspective, though. Like when you make a game, or I guess when Respawn or EA decides to publish a game, they want to make the most money possible. Accessibility. And the way that you make the most money possible is you have as many players as possible. So you need to make it accessible. To as many people as possible. And how do you do that? High time to kill. AKA you idiots are being marketed to. Yeah. And they're eating it up. By EA no less. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, this is probably one of the better BR games. And when it's yeah. not bullshit, it's actually pretty fun. But the community makes me not want to fucking play it anymore. Yeah. Because you know they're going to destroy it. And the, the worst part is I know I'm outnumbered. We're a dying breed. You know? The old guys. I get people coming into my chat. I talked about this last week. I get people coming into my chat when I'm playing good games like Resident Evil 2 asking me to play good games like Fortnite. <laughs> good. Like, there is so much wrong with that. I, I can't even. I can't even. I'm, I'm not even going to explain it because I honestly, I shouldn't have to. Hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, we're on the same page. If not, you're wrong. Uh, so that's Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, here's how I know you're wrong. Go play Overwatch. Huh? How much fun you having in Overwatch? Oh, you don't like Overwatch? You like playing BR games instead? Why? Overwatch is completely team-based. You can't kill a single motherfucker without team shooting. Huh? I mean, I just don't understand. I, it, people apparently really like losing. I mean, where's Overwatch on the Twitch uh, list right there? Huh? If we go to browse Twitch, where, where's Overwatch at? 
Is it sitting up above uh, Apex Legends or Fortnite? No. Oh, 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 what? Oh, 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 where's that? Where, oh, behind Rocket League. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's 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 come downhill. And I mean, I almost quit playing Overwatch week one because I couldn't fucking kill anybody. Everyone was so is... fucking bullet spongy. It took me. It was me and Royal. Royal sat there as Reinhardt, put up a shield, and this is back when you can get away with this. And I just sat behind him as Bastion and murdered everyone. It's like, <laughs> hey, finally, a character that can fucking kill people. And then once I got better, I started playing Hanzo. Why? Because Hanzo can fucking kill people. By the way, for all these idiots that are like, Fortnite's great, I mean, Ninja's playing Apex Legends right now. Why? If Fortnite's so great, why is he playing a different game? Why? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's the poster boy for Fortnite. You don't think the Fortnite devs are a little upset at him paying, playing Apex Legends right now? With 77,000 viewers? By the way, despite the fact that Ninja, Lyric, Seagull, uh, Forsen, Dr. Lupo, and all these big names are playing uh, Apex Legends right now, Fortnite is still beating it out by like 3K just currently right now. I don't, is why? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. The top guy on Fortnite has 159,000 viewers. Montana wow. Black, never never heard of him. <clears throat> Man, probably botting. He's European. See that? So he's probably botting, you're right. I just, I don't understand. People want to play it's a good. BR game, but they want to get right into the action. People go in to win. You know, you want to play with friends. Why don't you just play fucking Call of Duty multiplayer? You yeah. can still play with your friends. You could dominate with your friends, actually, if you don't have yeah. to have a pickup group. <clears throat> You could get right into the action. There when you die, you, you don't have to fucking wait. And that's those are the games I like to play. It's this weird culture, man, of like, I got to play every single game that's coming out. Everybody's like, Anthem this, Anthem that. Most of these people don't even... Anthem is a niche game, okay? I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a niche game for people that like to do a little bit of grinding, get on with friends and do some shit, get some shit done, and shoot things with abilities. That's not for everybody. I don't know why people are acting like they want that. And, the, and yeah, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? They're gonna, there's going to be a big boost in the beginning of Anthem, and then there's going to be a decline. It's going to be, be that destiny pattern. Be the because there's going to be a decline because all these people are going to leave, and as they leave, they're going to make complaints about shit they don't understand, like monetization and, way, and a, and a real-life money store and shit like that because they don't understand how video game developers are supposed to make money and continue updating a game. They think they just should have to pay $60 and everything else should be free down the line because they don't understand monetary value because they're fucking infantile children. And then on top of that, once they're all gone, the only people left with a voice are going to be the loud pieces of shit that are obnoxious going, I want God rolls in the game. Yeah, that's what happened with Destiny 2. Oh, one of those people actually, I guess they clicked on my name and saw my Destiny post on Reddit and were like, and they we're basically laughing, saying, uh, talking about high time to kill and team shooting from a Destiny 2 player that's rich. And I'm like, dude, I quit playing Destiny for exactly this reason almost a year ago. Idiots, man. They think they're so smart. <laughs> they think that Reddit is every It's their life, so they think it's my life. Oh, man, look how much this guy posts yeah. about Destiny. It's like, yeah, I had a handful of Destiny tweets, and then I hadn't posted in like a year. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like they just go on and they, they they fucking look at your your Reddit history and think that they know everything there is to know about your opinion. Morons. <laughs> it's terrible. It really is a cesspool of the worst of humanity. 
And I feel I feel like I need to get in there and educate people, but at the same time I feel like I'm just making it worse. I'm contributing to the problem. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I'm, I shit post on Reddit. The only thing I do on Reddit is shit post. <clears throat> That's the only thing I do. Sometimes it gets good points, sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> you know? It's just how it works. Yeah, I'm probably banned. <laughs> In fact, let me go and see if anyone else has... I haven't checked in like a day and a half. You can check your messages. It'll tell you if you've been yeah, banned. I, I got 705 karma now. So I got 11 karma from this whole ordeal. Whatever that means. <laughs> what was I most recently banned from? Uh, <clears throat> Futurology. <clears throat> oh, uh, my top level comment. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you for your participation from the auto moderator. Your top level comment on our futurology was removed because it was too short. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's why you removed it. <laughs> it's just an easy solution, I guess. Can I just uh, see my fucking comment? You want to just bring me to my comment? How about that? I'm sure that's why it was removed. Had nothing to do with it going against a narrative. <clears throat> It's probably all the way at the bottom because of all the fucking downvotes. It, it was. It said top level comment. I don't know what that means. No, mine I'm talking about. Oh, yours, okay. Uh, so yeah, after I did the whole time to kill argument, this guy says, those games have high skill gap due to other factors. This game focuses very heavily on gunplay. Low time to kill means a bad player can kill a good player just by getting the drop on them. Exactly! If he gets the drop on you, he's not the bad player. You are. <laughs> You're Fuck. the bad player. And then this other guy says, doesn't mean it's a good thing in a BR game. Imagine if the game had CSGO's time to kill. It would be really hard for good players to win consistently due to the volatile Wrong. nature of low HP. Like most options nobody's, in game design, they need to find the right balance. Time to kill. That's a, first of all, straw man. Nobody's asking for one-shot kills to the head, necessarily. Uh, we're just asking for a lower time to kill. Uh, and what do you mean? good player, <laughs> do, you, do good players win consistently now? Because I don't think they do. Not really. To There's some nothing degree, to back that up. He's making an to assumption. Some, to some degree, yes. But when I've watched a lot of Apex Legends, way more than I've played, because unfortunately my friend keeps crashing and can't play the fucking game. Yeah, apparently my system's too good and it's made for people playing on fucking laptops because there are a but, lot of people like, I have a Phenom processor and it keeps crashing. Like, but, a ridiculous amount of people try to play this game with a Phenom processor. You had no idea. But I watch a lot of people play the game. A lot of really good players. Uh, really good players. Some of the top players that you would say are some of the people, you know, like Doug and shit like that. People that are really fucking good at the game. And consistently, they win whenever they don't have to fight multiple teams at once. Consistently. Consistently, they win when it's a 3v3 situation every time throughout the entire game. Every game where they run into a, a large group of people, it's hit or miss. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Which would point to a conclusion here that they're not suddenly worse at the game, but... There's a pro an underlying problem with running into multiple teams. Are they getting sandwiched? Maybe. Or maybe because they can't get a team. I mean, I've seen I've seen games where good players have, you know, they, their two team members are 
who are also really good, are fighting off two other teams and holding them at bay and slowly picking them off. And then the one guy in the back is holding off three. Now, some people will say this works out because eventually they end up killing these three teams to some degree. But the fact of the matter is the guy in the back can't get a single kill. Why? Because every time he puts you know, 16 to 18 rounds on somebody, they just pop behind and start healing. And now he's got to deal with another person shooting him from a different angle and get to cover. So he can't pursue that guy. He can't push on that guy. He can't finish that guy off who should, by all accounts, lose. <laughs> Because some other person is able to push on him. And why? Because his two teammates can't do anything. They're over here fighting these other people. And why does it the one guy lose to the three guys? Because he can keep getting behind cover and healing up and having a ton of fucking armor and health. Do you understand the problem with this game? Okay. The problem is he should either be killed by three people easy or he should be able to at least be popping off some of these guys because it's not like he was poking out and three people shot him at well, once. Well, I'm going to respond to these Reddit comments on the podcast. I'm not actually going to respond to these people. But uh, so this guy said, you know, I read it. Those guys, uh, those games have a high skill gap due to other factors. Game focus very heavily on gunplay. Low time to kill means a bad player can kill a good player just by getting the drop on them. So this guy is operating on the premise that good players should be able to kill bad players 100% of the time. So if you're a bad player by some metric that doesn't exist, you should never win. That's the assumption he's making. Now, there are bad players in Counter-Strike, and there are good players in Counter-Strike. Does that mean the good player always beats the bad player? No. I mean, more often than not, they will. But if the bad player, by either luck or, you know, maybe just having an epiphany, has good positioning and sneaks up on the good player, then the bad player should win. Like yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the video game version of uh, identity politics, right? Like you're in the right. bad player category. So therefore you never get to fucking win. We're just going to label you with this. And that means that you have all these things attributed to you. Like you, you should never well, win. We have to break <laughs> it down on each metric that we possibly can. So what are we talking about? Are we talking about aiming skill. Yeah. The bad player should lose every time. But it really doesn't matter how much skill you have at aiming if you get snuck up on, does it? Yeah. Maybe you should lose if you're not fucking map aware. I don't care how shrouded you are at fucking aiming. If you can't look around the map and understand where shots are coming from or know that there's somebody behind you because you're not listening to footsteps. I mean, look at the dock. Say what you want about the dock. That guy is really good at picking out sounds. That guy hears people more than anybody else on his squad hears. And for the, for mo- for the most part, it wins them games. A lot of times he hears people that his teammates don't know are there because they're off blabbing, running around, picking up loot, shooting at people. And he hears somebody because he's listening. He's not talking. He's listening. If you ever watch the doc play, he doesn't just talk constantly. He might call out a position on somebody if he thinks that he can't fight them on his own. But most of the time he's just listening because he knows that sound is very important. And, and rarely does he ever get snuck up on. But when he does get snuck up on, he dies, and he should. Because yeah. that's how BR is supposed to be. It's not Counter-Strike. It's not Quake. It's not Halo. It's not Blackout. It's not Call of Duty. It's BR. It's supposed to be different. Okay, so this other and, guy who, uh, he says, slow time to kill games make me sad. I, am I shooting bullets or peas? Just feels like Call of Duty. So he hasn't played the new, well, I guess he's only played the new Call of Duty. But the interesting thing is, that guy has, uh, Seven negative seven points. It was negative eight until I upvoted him. But that's the lowest rated comment 
And it's tied with my original comment about casuals loving High Time to Kill. Mm. <laughs> so, and then uh, this other guy is talking about, uh, he's responding to that, talking about how Call of Duty has super fast time to kill, which no, it doesn't. No, it fucking doesn't. And this other guy says that. Not really. Stream the little headshot multiplier in Black Ops 4. Average time to kill doubled since previous versions. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on to say that this game should because be more like PUBG, Remember, which has weapon Pat balancing in terms uh, weapon balancing spot on in terms of shots to kill or make it slightly lower. I'm just not a fan of 10 plus hits to kill enemies because it starts to feel like I'm playing a PVE game like Division or Destiny that's right. instead of a PVP first person shooter. 100%. Yes. And I upvoted him and now he has a total of zero points. But the point is, is like Call of Duty multiplayer, I'm not blackout multiplayer is the absolute highest time to kill I am willing to play with. And it's not, it should be lower. It should be lower, but it's not terrible if you have the right guns. And I can, I can deal with that. But you, you want a good metric for where I stand or where time to kill should be? The absolute top ceiling of time to kill is Black Ops 4 multiplayer. Mine's a Rainbow Six. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Rainbow Six, 100%. That should be in, in a shooter game that's not PvE or not co-op. That's what it should be every time. I want realism, especially in BR. Now, if you come to me and you talk about an arcade shooter like Overwatch, I'm okay with a little bit higher time to kill. I'm not okay with its current time to kill. Maybe like uh, yeah, Overwatch needs. Tanks. Yeah, maybe Overwatch needs kind of a, a Call of Duty time to kill currently. But when it comes to BR, every single one of them should be Rainbow Six levels of time to kill. Why? Because BR is not about running around corners, jumping around corners, popping shots at people. It's about slow movement. Now, if you want a fast-moving BR, I understand that. But you also can't have a fast-moving BR and a, a, heavy, a, like a higher time to kill. In fact, it's the opposite. If you want a high time to kill BR, you got to slow down the movement. Because otherwise, what's the fucking point of having all this speed? Like it's, it's such a break in the action. Like you're running around at high speeds and then you got to stop and fight people and you're standing there for what feels like five minutes, just fighting another team, trying to kill them. Yeah. And, and they keep healing them. and then they keep resing each oh other. My God, It's so fucking lame. You can, I don't understand how anybody can be happy with a high speed game like that. Suddenly slowing down during the most important pivotal part of it. Combat. Yeah. Plus, I mean, why is it that they talk about some guns are good, some guns are bad? Like, that was one of the arguments is that I picked up during this for this clip. I picked up a, uh, a bad gun and the other guy had a good gun. Why is my gun bad and his is good? Yeah, that's stupid. Why? Because why is his does more damage faster. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. It's almost like they played themselves. Yeah. But and I mean, goes better than yours. Yeah, because it kills me faster. You fucking. Idiot. But I mean, this is the most telling thing is one of these comments right in between the two I just read. Said, this guy love the com says Call of Duty has super fast time to kill. He had nine upvotes. I just downvoted him because it's not super fast. And this other guy responded well, to him calling. explaining okay. like all the things about Black Ops 4 that we just talked yeah, about. Downvoted. Yeah. I mean, th this is not, these, this guy stated a fact that was wrong. Yeah, and this guy mean. stated a fact that was correct. And the guy who's wrong is who people agree with. Because yeah, they're this all is wrong. Reddit. Because they're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Most people, I've been telling my wife this for a long time. We used to run around in World of Warcraft and she'd be worried about PvP zones and stuff back when I cared about PvP. 
And I, I just tell him, listen, relax, okay? 80% of these fucking uh, mouth breathers are terrible at this game. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're capable of. They don't know what their opponent's capable of. This is like Wrath of the Lich King, so I'm running around on a death night just murdering people that are much <laughs> higher level than me and shit. And you got these fucking mages running around going, hey, you can't do anything. It's bullshit. I'm getting killed by a guy that's six levels lower than me. Yeah, because you never took the time to bother and learn what I can do. You don't know what the counter is. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing today. It's no different today. 80% of the people that play any given game are fucking terrible at it. If you don't believe us, okay, get a time machine and go back and watch our fucking Destiny 2 streams trying to run people through raids. Well, see, the All thing right? is, is like people like this will insult me, right? Ask them, like, do you even play first person shooters? And I have to, like, what am I going to do? Ignore that completely? Yeah, yes. that's what I'm going to do. That's what because you have to do. the alternative is to go on there and be like, look, I play, you know, and I can say anything like, hey, I play a lot of Call of Duty multiplayer right, and I am, response. wait, hold on. I, I, I go, <laughs> I play a lot of Call of Duty multiplayer and I'm always the number one spot, sometimes number two. No, no, you don't even play and, that. I know. I'm, look, I'm just saying that if I had to respond, which I'm not going to, but if I did, I would have to say something like that. And then what happens? They either insult the fact that I play Call of Duty or Call of Duty shit. Well, they move the goalposts. I'm not. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they move the fucking goalposts. That's, that's the point. And that's why it's fucking. So fucking most, frustrating talking to these people. Most people's political views are, are similar to any other kind of view they have. <laughs> like the real response to that is, nope, it's my first one. Yeah. <laughs> I never played big game before. You know, uh, very condescending, passive aggressive, because uh, that's the only thing that they, they're not going to learn anything. They don't give a fuck. They, this is how they live their lives. Their entire lives are surrounded around this. Most people think they're right about everything. And if you don't. Well, to be fair, everyone, about, everyone thinks they're right. Otherwise, they wouldn't think it. Right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what, I, what I mean. If you don't think so, uh, well, there's, two, there's a difference here. If you, if you don't think that, you're, that I'm right about this, which I am, <laughs> ironically, uh, just think about something you're wrong about right now. You can't. Yeah, you're either correct right or there. you don't know. You're either wrong about And I'll about, settle for that. I will settle for someone admitting that they don't know. But admit you don't know is the point. Don't walk around thinking you know shit. You know how many times I've heard people tell me shit that's just absolutely wrong? I've seen posts about anti-vaxxers and shit. And listen, I'm with you. Vaccinations are good. But I've seen posts about like people looking at like a Facebook post or something to some lady and she's like, ah, vaccinate. I, I'm not taking my son to get vaccinated again because he got he got a uh, he got a first level vaccination or whatever. It was like a stage one or some shit, first part or whatever, first injection of of two injections or something like that and then she goes on about how he got sick because so i'm not taking it back to the second one and then the guy that posts it including everybody in there's jerking each other <laughs> you, you don't get multiple injections for one vaccination they don't do that i had just went with my wife a couple weeks before that so she could go to india and she had to get part one <laughs> of her fucking vaccination injection and yeah. part two was later that week. When I got vaccinated for hepatitis B, it was three parts. That's what it was. It was hep B. Yeah. And you, these are just people existing, thinking they're right. And they're all just jerking each other off. Let me grab your dick and I'll grab your dick and let's jerk each other off. And there's the answer. It's semen. Like, it's <laughs> stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. And think about the mentality that most people walk around with like that. Everybody's guilty of it to some degree. The trick is to look inwards and try not to do that. I've done it before. I've, I've said stuff to my wife and then right afterwards went, wait a minute, I might not know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
you know, I, I try to yeah, make a habit. No one likes on the admitting internet. that they're wrong, but you can't just be like, "Oh well, what? I fuck you," and walk away and continue thinking what you're thinking. Most people <laughs> hear shit and they think it's true. This is a, a, a keep talking. Problem. I'm two seconds. Oh yeah, sure. So this is if most people have this problem innately where they say something, or they, sorry, they hear somebody say something and they just assume it as truth. They don't go researching. They don't go looking into it. They don't check it. They oh my god! One it. of the worst examples was in college. Around. My uh, one of my roommates in college, who's an idiot. He's I'm not going to mention his name, but he's a complete fucking idiot. Uh, he's a teacher now, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> makes sense <clears throat> if you think about it. Yeah. So this guy claimed that uh, Labatt Blue in Canada. It's made in Canada, by the way. Uh, yeah. That it has more alcohol in the bottle than it does when it comes in a can. And now we are immediately like, wait a minute. Like, that can't be right. So, uh, you know, we're, we're arguing back and forth. This is before everyone had smartphones, by the way. So it actually took some effort to look things up. So we actually okay. argued about it for a good 15, 20 minutes. Uh, eventually, someone got fucking frustrated arguing and looked it up. And turns out that that's false. And he yeah, still refused to admit that he was wrong. He said, I wasn't wrong. I was misinformed. That's me. That's <laughs> AKA wrong. That means you're wrong. And the reason you're wrong is because someone who told you that was wrong. The it's whole double the wrong. definition <laughs> of being wrong is having misinformation. <laughs> Otherwise you don't know the opposite. So there's wrong, which means you have the wrong information, the incorrect information. You have been misinformed or there's, you lack the information, meaning you don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Uh, and he grew up and taught a bunch of kids that they're victims. I mean, hey, I'm not going to, maybe he's a good teacher. I don't fucking know. No. But... God, I'm so but fucking you know, tired of I people. I could be misinformed. I wasn't, I wasn't misinformed. You're not misinformed, Gabler. You just don't have all the information. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's not that I'm lying to you. It's that I'm being devious and telling you the incorrect thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the it's it's argument a child makes when they get caught. Like, yeah. Jimmy, don't punch your brother. I didn't. I'm not. I, I just slapped him in the face with my fist. I didn't punch him. <laughs> I barely hit him, mom. <laughs> it's it's a child's argument. It's not even an stop, argument. It's an excuse. Stop beating up on your brother. I didn't beat up on him. I just pushed him. And he fell down and I kicked him in the side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and what's the what, how are you supposed to respond to that? Whatever it is, you call it. Fucking stop doing it. No, you respond by pushing him <laughs> down and kicking him in the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't push you down and kick you in the kidney. Oh, fuck I you like shoved that? you backwards <laughs> and your kidney made contact with my foot forcefully <laughs> semantic 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 so yeah that's what i've been uh doing in my downtime and it's killing me i don't know how people live on reddit speaking of piece of shit minority groups of gamers not minority in that they're a minority in the world minority in that typically the group of people that are the loudest are the minority of people in whatever area. So game, not minority gamers, a minority of gamers. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Uh, speaking of those people, um, 
You know what grinds my gears? These same kind of people that we're talking about that also will go around bitching about like loot boxes and shit. And then they're the ones that buy them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ever see these people? You know how many streamers I've seen bitch about loot boxes and then they're the ones that fucking buy them? Listen, I love Dan's gaming, okay? But I understand that he leans a little left because he doesn't really educate himself on stuff. Whatever. That's fine. It doesn't, I can separate the art from the, the artist from the, the art from the artist, whatever. I could separate those things and enjoy them. I like Dan, no matter what his political <clears throat> views are. I like the guy. I enjoy watching the guy. I think he'd probably be a fun guy to hang out with as long as he didn't talk politics. But I have seen him, and I'm not trying to single him out. I'm just using him as an example because he's a nice guy and I think that I can get away with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have seen him condemn EA loot boxes and stuff and then go into go and buy loot boxes. Boogie Boogie is a great example of this. Anybody that doesn't know Boogie's Francis from World of Warcraft. This guy is an ad like he's very adamant about how loot boxes are a problem. But I've seen him buy loot boxes. <clears throat> yeah. And they always make the same excuse. I'm doing it so you don't have to. Fuck off. You're doing it because you're lazy and you have the extra money, and that's what it's there for. Yeah, and then you well, just you just want to be on Reddit side or the communities. Let's side. face it: if the majority of gamers disagreed with loot boxes, then the publishers and developers would stop implementing them in their game because they wouldn't be making them money. But they are making them money, so they keep doing it. Mm. But see, that's that's moving the goalposts, right? Like, yeah, there are people you know who buy the loot boxes, who enjoy the loot boxes, and then the argument becomes: well, it's it's encouraging. Uh, it's encouraging gambling. other people. It's other other people. It's that have preying on people. I don't have gambling, a gambling problem. It's other people that do. Yeah, these these others that don't exist. It's, it's always others. But what about others that might get like everything in fucking politics that's incorporated in terms of regulation shit is always about what about others, not me, but others. Well, some people might get addicted to porn. I'm not addicted to porn, but what about others that might exist? Well, Jesus Christ, let's just live our life by that. Because, you know, by that standard, every fucking thing has to be done to every degree because everything is possible. Somewhere out there, you know, I, I, I go back to an old Machinima Respawn episode of Inbox where Mr. Sark's sitting there and they get a letter about from some dumb kid. Uh, I guess maybe he was ahead of his time. Who knows? But he was asking, like, can you guys say a phrase that nobody would disagree with? And they sat there and they said things like, uh, Hitler wasn't wrong and uh, no child should be left behind. And, you know, uh, things like uh, that kid's got a nice ass, stuff like that. Shit that's just really terrible. And every time after they'd say it, they go, well, there's got to be somebody out there that, that disagrees with that, right? Yeah. There's got to be somebody out there that agrees with what the statement we're saying. So the conclusion they came to was there's nothing you can say. That somebody out there wouldn't be like, I agree with that. <laughs> like, so ultimately, you reach this weird area where if you're living your life on what ifs, you got to do everything, man. <laughs> you gotta... Yeah, that's usually what happens. You try to make a good case for something and then like, well, yeah, uh, what about this one exception? It's like, okay, well, you can't fucking take the exception fallacies. to the rule and then make that the rule. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but if you give tents to everybody, what if somebody dies in one? Well, I guess we shouldn't give tents to everybody. 
Like you won. Yeah. Congratulations. You've destroyed the entire argument with one simple thought. It's that's not a lot of times that's that's what happens in gaming. It's not that you're simple and have a simple mind and think that that simple argument somehow destroys my more complex argument. Uh, it's that I'm wrong and you're right. And it is just a simple solution. The world is black and white. Like yep. all these people that complain about World of Warcraft and then Ian Hazakosis comes out and says, uh, it's morally gray. And they just sat on that for months and months. <laughs> morally gray. Guess this is morally gray. Her burning down a tree. <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't understand what morally gray means. <laughs> okay. You guys going on and on about morally gray. You don't get it. You think <laughs> you do, but you don't. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. Like, ah, uh, it hurts so much to just see all these stupid people. And you just want to type something and you're like you type out this long fucking post about how these because you you're desperately trying to hope there's some humanity in there that will make them see the light and go maybe not today but maybe a couple months from now they'll be sitting in their stupid little rooms up in their mom's attic or something and they'll go i think that guy might have been right about that you type out this long post about it you hit period you hit enter and it's like there was an error and then you go to your inbox and you've been banned from our pictures or some shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> so you're like been censored well, i guess those people are just gonna live with this stupidity the rest of their fucking life and pass it on to some stupid child that's gonna procreate and spread that idea around and around and around until hey one day maybe we'll all be eating from fucking bowls of snot you know yeah well there's i'll be eating some kind of protein meal only and everybody have to walk in fucking rows like weirdos at mall strip stripping but no strip one has no one has that kind of memory i mean we were talking about the downfall of overwatch like wait, years ago. And oh, yeah. this is back when it was a fucking tank meta, right? Oh. And I haven't been keeping up with it, but I did check in about a month ago. You know what the meta is now? Three tanks, three support. <laughs> it's gone even further. <laughs> yeah, and death ball is still a thing. Yeah, you got XQC who used to be really good at playing characters uh, because he was good as a Twitch shooter. Now he just plays Reinhardt. <laughs> I watch him play Reinhardt on his stream. Yeah. So fucking trash, man. People are Who still maining to... characters. They're still it's not only even a like shooter you, at that point. If people just pick the same fucking characters. They still get chewed out for, you know, picking things that are off meta. Nothing's changed. It's actually gotten worse. <sighs> and uh I'm glad we stopped when we did. Well, I mean, Twitch is on the path to becoming the next YouTube with the way all these fucking partners keep begging Twitch to regulate them. I don't even know the concept here. It's really weird. You know, according to some people, there've been there are uh streamers out there. Obviously they're affiliates. It's this is this is really partner versus affiliate right now. Because there are affiliates out there that have um some emotes that look just like some partners' emotes. I'm going to link one, actually, a comparison that somebody put out. I won't say their name. I do agree with this person that put this out there. The reason why they don't want to put the people's name out there is because it could be that they're reaching out. Although I seriously doubt that because most affiliates don't have the money to pay artists. Probably why you're seeing this, but whatever. Maybe maybe they are. And these artists are just taking other people's shit, which is nothing new, by the way. If you know anything about the world, you know that it's, it's quite common. Yeah, it's in actually, fact. in the art world, it's called quoting. Like, you know, yeah. the Sistine Chapel with uh, God That's doing the finger so point, doing that weird finger point with his fingers dangling, and the one 
finger yeah. poking out. There's lots of other paintings that have that exact thing to represent God, and it's called yep. quoting. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. So if you look at if you look at this picture in Sports LOL, what you'll start to see is a theme. Um, there. First of all, um, some of these aren't even really that similar to a serious degree. Some of them are almost template. Now, what do I mean by that? You get a lot of artists. I've done some uh, some artwork in, in my time. I've done my own channel art. I've done things like that. My wife draws things. <clears throat> Typically, when you're if you're an emote artist that's doing emotes for people, and that's what you try to make your so. I guess the best way to explain it is uh, as a as a person that uses Roll Twenty a lot, which is a D and D app that you can uh, subscribe to. There's a lot of people on there that make their living selling things to the market. And something you'll notice is these guys have what you would consider templates, which is a smart thing to do as an artist. You have a template for a pose. So you don't have to keep drawing the same pose over and over. You draw it once and you can just decorate it. Uh, it's very similar to making a 3D model in World yeah, of I mean, Warcraft. I mean, I've seen it. I see people, it I've seen people in these Facebook groups saying like, hey, I'm selling emotes and artwork and they show examples and not even just in that one person's group of shit, but all the people who post that kind of shit, everything looks the same because it's the same style. It's all like what you just posted. This like right. weird cartoony anime stuff. There's only so many ways you could fucking represent different emotions in anime style in a little fucking 12 by 12 cube. Now, even so here's the thing I'll say, uh, some of these are definitely pretty much straight ripoffs or, or something like that. But here's what I'll say. Like some of these, Arts change so much. I don't think I agree that they ha they're stolen in any fucking shape or form. I don't think you have a right to oppose. And if I take your work and cover it up so much that it doesn't even look the same anymore, it's not the same artwork. You could make a case that somebody has taken your artwork and then modified it heavily, but that's not an original artwork anymore. Well, the thing is, is right, like I, I don't know, right? Like if the person did go that's and true, find yeah. this person and look at their emotes, and copy paste them and modify yeah, they, them. That would be wrong. But if they made these yeah, sure. based on a template or something like that, like they bought, well, a or they saw your email, not wrong. But like, how am I supposed to know that? I can't make a judgment just by looking at these because they're similar. Like, I don't no, know what the circumstances. They, what if they were just trying to replicate it, right? Like, what if it's a replication? What if that's the case? Uh, well, you know, it's it, some people can look at shit and try to draw their own. Some of these. Well, who I also mean, who owns it? Who owns the original picture? Is it exactly. who created the template? Is it who produced the, the final product? Is it Twitch? Yeah. Does Twitch own it? These who owns your content? Because you can't Absolutely. claim copyright. First of all, if there's no copyright. So the I know there's some like uh, these partners copyright laws for, that it just kind of make it a copyright if it meets certain requirements. But the solution these partners are asking for, and I, I guess I can't be surprised from a bunch of fucking. I'm not going to say what way they lean, but yeah. Is the thing they're asking for Twitch to do something about it to build some kind of automated system that detects this. Well, how the fuck does that work? Go to any streamer, go to all these popular streamers, and you'll notice they all have their own Kappa emote. They all have a form of Kappa that looks just like Kappa, but it's slightly modified or you know, whatever. At what point is that not acceptable? Who was the first person to make their own Kappa variation? Is that is that just a, an acceptable one because it happens to be Kappa? What about like uh, <clears throat> Pepe the Frog or anything like that? You know, people that are using those kind of Monka S and shit. And, you know, it gets crazy because 
There's only so many ways you can have somebody's cartoon face making a waving their hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of these examples here that I provided do look like direct rips to some degree. Uh, one of them doesn't even, I mean, one of them, the art style is just the same one where she's squinting her eyes closed and the other one's winking. That's, that's a stretch kind of that those are, that that's somehow copied from that. Uh, so I can understand that to some degree. I can understand if you're going to say it's distasteful and these people should be, you know, maybe called out. Or well, it's also just how the spread of ideas works, right? Like someone gets affiliate, they want their emote badges. They see what everyone else is using. And a lot of people are using this style. So they go and, and they post somewhere and they say, hey, I need emotes. Who wants to make them? And they get 10 different fucking offers from all these people that have done emotes for hundreds of different people. And they're not going to be unique. They're all going to start to look similar because that's what I people see. That's what people ask for. And the people making them, that's what they've done more than anything else. How many of these people have had a doctor disrespect emote to make fun of him cheating on his wife? <laughs> I don't How know. many of these people have uh, cosplayed as doctor disrespect on their stream? You know, also don't you know think that. somebody else's image and shit like that. How many people, how many of these people have copied what other streamers have done in terms of production value? See, so that that's a, I mean, at some point you have to have some principles. Now I don't expect these types of people to have principles because they're, they're political. I just, ideas, I just don't understand. Like on one hand, uh, it seems like people are leaning towards socialism and they want like free and open ideas and borders and all this other shit. And then at the same time, they want to, fucking bring the hammer down on people for having similar emotes like pick one well they're hypocrites they don't have any principles I was exactly just about they have zero <laughs> principles and they want twitch to do something about it so what's twitch going to do they're going to automate a system that detects it and then what happens then you have partners who you know they put out an emote because they don't their artists may not even know and they might may not even know but how do you how do you even detect something like this you got to build some kind of uh bot that detects patterns and things like that and then you have then you just you're you're one step away from partners trying to get a uh, an emote passed, and the next thing you know, oh, somebody else is using something that's too similar to this. You got to change it. Okay, well, what do we do? Do we contest that the system that we helped put in place, or I guess we just have to change the fucking emote? Man, I really like the way that emote looked, but it's a little too similar to somebody else's that I don't even fucking know about. It, and then, then before you know it, you're YouTube. Before you know it, you're YouTube because you got Twitch being so concerned with with policing the platform instead of letting the creators do it themselves that now twitch doesn't even give a fuck about its creators it's it gives more about about policing now you have people doing some crazy things now you have people getting affiliate and they don't even really stream they just upload fucking you know they make a bunch of accounts and get affiliate status and then they just upload a uh a, an emote or two and try to make them look as similar as possible to, to some of the stuff that people want to be doing, like memes and shit like that. Now, all of a sudden, you can't even do that. You're, you're limited. Yeah. This I, is don't, what I mean, I don't get what people want. Honestly. Like, Here, here's what she through, should They do. don't think what the end goal is going to be. should see if there's the legal platform. action that she can take. And if not, shut the fuck up. That's the way it works. In the real world, in society, if, if, you, if you try to like brand yourself in a similar way to McDonald's and there's some kind of overstep there, McDonald's comes after you. Yep. Right? McDonald's doesn't go to the government and say, Hey, look, look what they're doing. They go to the judicial system, which I know is a part of the government, but that's what that part's for. 
So that part already exists for everybody. You don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think people branch. realize that like you gotta have like basic guidelines in place, but you have to still take everything on a case by case basis, right? Because not no two situations the same. Yeah, which is why there's a judicial system. That's exactly what they do. They yeah, interpret so the to, law. You can't blanket shit. I know these people think it's a good idea to blanket because they're political affiliations. Again, that's the last time I'll mention it. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but seriously, man, that's the whole point of case by case because you know some of these emotes are certainly some sort of there's a case to be made for them being copied. Some of them not so much, and that's the point. At what point do you do you draw a line? Well, you don't. You go after the specific instances. Yeah, it's hard work, but that's what success is. Hard how work. Much, how much do you care? I mean, right. if you care how enough, you if care? you care enough to have Twitch want to do something or want to have Twitch do something about it, then you should care enough to take care of it yourself. And if and not, I'm then so, fuck off. I am so fucking fed up and sick of these fucking wealthy ass Twitch streamers and YouTubers not taking legal action on some of these pieces of shit that are ruining platforms. Listen, I agree. People that upload movies and, and upload music that they have no rights to, people that go on Twitch and find clips of everybody's and compile them into a video and then make money off of it, these are these are scummy-ass people, okay? And they're ruining the platform. They're the reasons why this shit's happening. You got Washington Post going after somebody like PewDiePie, who's a millionaire, and they're defaming him and trying to do hit pieces on him, and he does nothing. He just makes a video. Fucking sue their ass make an example for everybody else that doesn't have the millions of dollars that you do to stand up against something like that or the millions of views because yeah pewdiepie might be fine because he can make a video that millions of people see and and correct the record or whatever or straighten it out but what about the guy that has ten thousand viewers and gets a hit piece done on him by by washington post now he's fucked because pewdiepie decided not to take action so yeah take fucking action how about that how about that shit? Instead of trying to get Twitch to do something about it, you fucking do something about it. You're the one with the problem. Maybe not everybody on Twitch has a problem. Maybe if somebody takes my fucking uh, emote, I'm going to be like, hey, that's cool. Somebody thinks my emote's awesome enough to steal it. That's not, let me take you, let me give you a fucking uh, a lesson, okay? Yeah, I'm an affiliate. I'm not a Twitch prime, uh, not a Twitch uh, partner or whatever. I'm an affiliate. I don't understand. I'm sure that's what you'll fucking say because, you know, appeal to authority. But the fact of the matter is nobody watches your stream for your fucking emote. Nobody. Nobody. And you want to, I can fucking prove it. Give me one of your fucking emotes and I'll fucking make it my emote. And we'll see how many people sub to me for your fucking stupid emote that you think is the best one you got versus subbing to you for the, you know, 20 to 30 that you have. Because when you're a partner and you have more subscribers than me, you have more emote slots than I do. So when I'm running around as an affiliate with three fucking emotes of Dan's game or some shit like that, and Dan Dan's game's over here and he's got the same fucking emotes plus like 30 more, who the fuck is going to sub to me for those three emotes? Are you fucking retarded? Of course they're going to go for the main guy. What, what you're doing right now is you're just being a salty fucking asshole and, and you're going after little people. You're like... For all your fucking virtue signaling and your, oh, we're the party of good people and shit, you're going after little people that can't even make their own fucking emotes or afford to pay somebody like you can to make emotes. And you're going, how dare you take that emote and put it in Photoshop and change it because you're a girl with long hair and looks similar to me? How dare you change the color from white to brown skin? 
fuck you. That's my intellectual property. I should be able to be the only one to have it because I'm going to lose money if you go around using it. What a fucking mentality. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was also uh, someone this week who got permabanned from Twitch for saying there are only two genders. Yeah, I don't know how much of this is true. I looked into this. Um, I thought I saved it on Facebook, but apparently it didn't the save girl it. The girl says that she, that's why she was banned. I can't find the clip of her saying that. Um, and a lot of people in the Reddit post were talking about, again, it's Reddit we're talking about, so they could be absolutely wrong and typically are. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were saying that she did, that's not what she got banned for. And she's got, but the problem is the emails she shows and stuff like that are very, they don't say exactly why she was banned. They call it hate speech. Um, and then she claims that's what she claims. And they, and she's also been banned several times for quote, hate speech. Here's what yeah, I do. Well, know. the problem is they Here's don't define do what is, hate speech is until it's already happened. And they're like, well, well guess yeah, what? That's hate of speech. Of course. Here's what I do know. Twitch is SJW as fuck. That's what I do know. Full of SJW people at the top and it's, and it's policies are SJW. Okay. Uh, and their company is owned by Jeff Bezos. Who's a fucking SJW rich businessman that pretends like he's one of the good ones. So <laughs> uh, what's more likely that a company that's run by SJWs and have SJW policies are enforcing SJW hate speech concepts against somebody that claims they said there are two genders or this girl that's been banned for hate speech a couple of times is lying about why she's been banned when she claims that she was banned for hate speech. I mean, she's not lying about it. She's not saying that she was banned for nothing. She's saying she was banned for what they consider hate speech, saying there are two genders. <laughs> so i mean it's it, here's the problem reddit uh, not Reddit, but uh, twitch doesn't come out and tell people why and i know people are like well they don't have to yeah they do they have an obligation well that's the thing is when you start making content or anything or participate in a website they have their own terms of service which when you make an account you have to click on their terms of service and no one reads it but something on there probably says like hey we can ban you at any time for any reason and fuck you so they don't need to do anything Right. And you know, that argument pisses me off when people say that it's like, oh, they don't have to. Yeah, you're right. They don't have to, but you don't have to be a piece of shit either. Like it's not, it's not yeah. about have to. No, you know, I think I, it's, I think it's bullshit, but I'm just saying like technically no, on paper, you. they fucking sign it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people that make that argument. They come in and defend that all the time. Like, well, they don't have to tell you. No, no they don't. But they could at least reach out. This person has a fan base and a following, and they'd like to know what the fuck is going on. The least they could do, if they're decent people, well, is say they, why. If they cared at all kind of about context. trying to make, uh, I guess not society better, but at least making their website better, they would at least lay out the standards specifically and tell people why they're getting banned so that they have the opportunity to well, correct it or leave the platform. But because they care more about censoring people then I yeah, guess exactly. reforming people, even though it's a shitty they, way of they, putting it. They care more about the power of being able to ban anyone and everyone at any moment. That's what it's about. Okay. I'm not here to spread some kind of Alex Jones fucking conspiracy theory. Okay. I'm not here for that, but I guarantee <laughs> But I'm telling you right now. Okay. That is exactly why they have such an obtuse system of what hate speech is. They're not telling you what hate speech is as defined because they want to be able to ban their next ice Poseidon at a moment's notice and just chalk it up to hate speech and not have to explain to you exactly what he said, because then 
if they explain to you what you can't say, then people like Ice Poseidon could run around and never say those words and still be Ice Poseidon. The problem Twitter. is it's not hate speech. Like, just it's not that complicated of, of a not. term. Are, is what you're saying contributing to the hatred of a certain group or not, or just a certain person? And just because you talk about opinions that people disagree with doesn't make it fucking hate speech. But according to Twitch, that's exactly what it is. You disagree with Twitch's overall opinion, therefore it's hate speech. Even well, though there may be the no hate line. in it. I mean, Ben Shapiro gets this shit all the time for talking about transgender issues. They always say it's hate speech. And he right. very he clearly is consistent. He's very consistent about how he reasons this out. He's like, if I'm friends with someone or I'm out to get some coffee, I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude. But the issue we're talking about is transgenderism. So we need to talk about it. You know, like you can't be polite and talk about it at the same time. And he's like, he says like, you might not like to hear it, but I'm not insulting anyone. I have no hate towards these people. I just don't want to be forced. Like you shouldn't change the rules of society based on the, wow. You know, ben the Shapiro is an alt-right Nazi and you clearly he's Jewish. Him, so how is he a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> he has no I, reason to hate Nazis and fucking anybody ever. Listen, like hate speech doesn't exist. It's made up jargon bullshit. And it's the problem with SJW concepts like social justice. Social justice doesn't work because there's already justice. Like if somebody says, I think black people shouldn't exist, that's not illegal. But if somebody says, hey, let's go kill some black you people, you can't that's incite violence. You can't incite violence. Now the problem but is the, the, well, the problem is when violence happens. That, when violence happens, people say, "Well, what you said caused violence," but that's not. They don't get the difference between inciting violence. Like I can't say, "Jesus," I can't say, uh, "Fuck Harris Teeter," right? Like I, I or Reddit. Okay, let's since I already said it, I said fuck Reddit, right? Now, if someone goes and blows up a bunch of Reddit servers, I'm not inciting violence. You see the difference? Well, I didn't say. Well, your rhetoric led to that. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> what I said and how it's received are two different things. Well, then if that's the case, how do we arrest Hitlers who don't pull the trigger? <laughs> you don't. Okay. So it's very important to <laughs> like, understand. Sorry, the there's a difference between disagreeing. It's very Ugh. important to understand the argument from the other side, and I absolutely do. Let me make it clear to anybody out there listening that thinks that I sound like an idiot because their viewpoints are SJW viewpoints. I get it. Your opinion is that if I say something about transgender people, it could emotionally upset somebody that's transgender, and that could may or may not lead to them being more depressed and it lead to an eventual suicide or something. What I would say to you is that. Um, that argument is invalid because you cannot protect yourself from everything in the world. Well, it you also can't prove that all those events happen. wouldn't have happened if you didn't say those things. That's so. right. You can't. That, that's another thing. The burden of proof is on you to make the extraordinary claim that what I said led to that person doing that. Even if they say they did that, that's on them, not me. Okay. But there's another I, good example I, in the vaping industry. When they came out with the FDA regulations, one of the requirements was that when you submitted your application to get a product like, you know, not FDA approved, but, you know, able to be sold was that you had to have enough studies to show that, um, like all these people that get cancer and also vape or use a, a lowered risk product would not have gotten cancer if they didn't do all, if they didn't vape it's or impossible. anything, it's impossible because you can't prove that they, that it wouldn't happen. Plus there are well, people that had like started smoking and then quit with vaping and maybe the smoking caused it, but the vaping didn't. Well, right? that's just because all of these fucking anti-vape 
uh, regulations are, are set up by uh, tobacco right, but the lobbyists. F- the FDA <laughs> is supposed to be a scientific community, and they're asking people to prove a negative, which is impossible. Well, the problem is the FDA is run by the government, and the government is lobbied by big corporations. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not going to get into the and intricacies the, of the, fucking the, vaping I, regulation. The right irony just is that all these fucking idiot SJWs follow along with that, because they're fucking arfing uh, sea lions. You know, arf, arf. They, they don't know anything. I mean, just think of it this way, because this is a more realistic situation. Let's say someone grows up and they didn't have a great childhood and they're always depressed and they never got help for it. And they're having a real bad day and they're go they're in line to get some coffee and someone cuts them in line and then they tell them to fuck off. And that like just it, all of a sudden they feel worse and they go kill themselves. Would they still have killed themselves if that person didn't tell them to fuck off? There's no what way if it of was knowing the coffee. Yeah. What if it was the coffee? What if it was being abused as a child? It could be any number of factors. Pollution. And sometimes you just have to accept that shit, global warming? shit is going to happen and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. It's not. Well, on the reality us is you got to fucking... grow up and stop trying to be Spider Man. You're not Spider Man. You're a person. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's too many fucking to, superhero movies. You, you know? need to bring down your humility level, okay? Because you're, you're not humble at all. You need to bring yourself down to a humble level, is what I mean to say. You, you there's. In fact, it's funny because people call Trump a narcissist all the time, people that oppose him. And typically people that oppose him are super nar- narcissistic. The idea that they can save people and help people, that people need them, that's narcissism. That's heavy forms of narcissism. You have to be humble and understand that you don't really matter. Okay? So if somebody's going to kill themselves, it's not about what you do or what you say. It's about that person's perspective. It's about that person's ability. And some people just aren't helpful. And let me tell you something. Children are the biggest purveyors of what you are in your adulthood. I can look back on my childhood. I know it's anecdotal, but I can look back on my childhood and see how different I was up until I was about 15, 14 years old. And how if I would have continued on that path, I might have became maybe criminal or, or a drug abuser or something like that. Because my idea of a good time was going out in the woods with my friends and smoking cigarettes and smoking weed and going skating and, and doing all kinds of shit that just was getting me nowhere in life. But, the, but because I sat down and played video games, they influenced me pretty heavily. And I became reclusive and stayed in my, my bedroom most of my adult, young adult life. And, and adult and, life too, let's face it. And that has stopped me pretty heavily from being involved with drugs and crime and things like that. So it, it absolutely has to do with molding as as child and as a child and a teenager, but also into adulthood a little bit. But some people are too broken when they get to a certain point, and there's really nothing that can that can be done about it. My uncle was never the type that I would consider uh, someone who would kill himself. Uh, my uncle, when I remember my uncle meeting him. I only met him when I was younger and he was a truck driver, you know, shaved, you know, nicely shaved beard, mustache, you know, big 1970s glasses on, even though it was the 90s. <laughs> you know, that kind of guy got his hair slicked back and shit. And he drove a, a a big semi truck and made good money. And I remember riding in that truck with my dad and him to somewhere. I don't remember what it was. We were like doing a, a, a family gathering or something. But that's really the image. That's how I remember my uncle. He later went on to uh, go on reservations and trying to embrace the uh, the Indian in his blood, which is way more than Warren uh, is Elizabeth Warren's. But <laughs> <laughs> he he grew his hair out long. 
he started, you know, doing the thing where they're all out in the field and he's hanging from by hooks and shit and all this spiritual mumbo jumbo shit that they that he was into. That was his thing. And that led him down as an adult, a different path, extremely different one from when he when I first uh, met my uncle and, and the last time I had really met my uncle in person. I mean, I talked to him on like Facebook and shit and seen pictures of him doing all these things. But this that's kind of where his life went. And he started messing with peyote and shit like that. And ultimately, and it's really ironic uh, because if you look at Native American populations in the United States on reservations, they are one of the worst groups of people in terms of uh, drug abuse and suicide rates. There's a lot of crime and suicide and drug abuse in those reservation groups. And, you know, there's, we don't know exactly why that is. Um, you know, it, it maybe it's a it's a culture that spawned around certain ideas. I, I don't know. Uh, there's I haven't looked in enough on it to even make a comment. But my my uncle was into that shit, and he ended up shooting himself. And he didn't he didn't cut his wrists or take pills or anything like that. Nobody knew he was going to kill himself. He just called his family members. He he called pretty much everybody he knew, and uh, asked if he could stay with him. And they ended up staying with his sister my my aunt and uh it, it killed himself nobody had any idea he was going to do it but that's that's just the aspect of it nothing could have been done to help him other than him himself the problem with my uncle is that he forgot all the good shit people that kill themselves or are suicidal or mentally depressed they're not they don't understand what life is they they're in a slump and they're thinking oh life sucks yeah, yeah, of course it sucks right now. You're in a slump. Everybody gets in slumps. But you have to be able to look back and go, yeah, but life is about moments of happiness. You're not happy all the time. I'm not happy right now because I got to talk <laughs> about fucked up people because I got to talk about Reddit. You know, I got to talk about these people ruining video games. Yeah, and video games but, are the, like one of the few things minutes. that actually make me happy on a consistent basis and I got to deal with all these fucking people yeah. ruining it. But in 15 to 20 minutes, I'll go hug my wife and I'll have a nice, happy moment in my life that takes all of that away for a few minutes. And then I'll God, be able to go. So gay. Then, I, then I'll be able to forget <laughs> that. Then I'll be able to go back to my computer and start playing a game because that has allowed me to forget all the bullshit we just talked about until I'm reminded of it again later. And I know people will say, yeah, well, you're the one reminding the people. No, that's life. You can't escape it. You know, at any moment, I'm fucking an, a meteor the size of like a, I don't know, the, the exact size, like a Volkswagen or something can come through the atmosphere and burn down to the size of a fucking bowling ball and land right on top of you and you're dead and nothing can be done about it except for maybe erecting a lead house that's like... Well, it's just a different philosophy. Do you want to go out there and try to fucking save everyone? But here's the thing. Even the people who do want to go out there and try to save everybody, they only want to save the people that are the most convenient for them. Like of they course. don't. Because they're not off in Africa or Ethiopia. Well, they want to let people into the country to help them, but they don't want to go to other countries to help people. Like, there's no fucking principle there. Stopping the drug lords from killing people. Yeah, it's absolutely like. And the thing is, is like everyone agrees. Like everyone wants what's best for everyone else, but you gotta want what's best for you too. You know, like it'd be like me going out and giving ten dollars to homeless people. I just paid my bills. You know what's in my bank account right now? Sixty-two dollars. I'm not gonna go give a fucking homeless person ten dollars because that's one sixth of everything i have like yeah, yeah do i want the person to be homeless and poor no but i also but, don't want to be homeless and poor so when i'm when i'm good i'll start helping people 
you know, but nobody put them there. That's the problem. Everybody wants social justice. People want to look at that as their victims. They're not. They put themselves there. You're at any moment. You're you're not that far away from being homeless. But you have to think about what are the things right now that make you not homeless, whether it's a good work ethic or a job that you have or certainly there are cases of very few people out there that are willing to work hard and just can't do it. And they're, they're victims of circumstance. Well, even so there are people that are it's victim of circumstance and yeah, you're right. It's unfortunate. And sometimes there's just nothing that you can do about well, it. Well, at the same time, you're living in a fantasy world. If you think that you, you have to save that person because I got a newsflash for you up until about, you know, a thousand years ago, you living in the woods was the thing. Okay. <laughs> You had to go out into the woods and build your own fucking house out of mud and straw or trees if you were good at cutting them up and shit. Otherwise, there was nothing like the, like it is now. There weren't house builders like there are now. Construction workers didn't exist for like until like a couple hundred years ago. People had to be, when people came over to the United States, they didn't come over here with like a bunch of construction workers that were like, "Hey, we'll build you guys some homes." It was everybody that came here had the skills to build their own shit. Or they knew someone that had the skills to do that. Th that's it. And it wasn't until shit was established until people started going, hey, I can get paid for doing this thing I'm really good at. Now that the crown's not taking my money or overwatching me all the fucking time. So boom, I start building houses for people. And you live in that privileged society, social justice warrior, where you have a house over your head because somebody else built it for you and you don't have the fucking skills to survive out there in the woods where you want to, where every, you know, fucking animal like a cougar and shit wants to eat you because you're you know your genitals look mighty succulent okay <laughs> that's, that's how it is oh. i'm saying that's how it is man you, and all these people that are homeless go into the woods and survive go you know, the first thing i'd fucking do if i ended up homeless was go into the deep woods of a mountain and survive that's the best i could do if I thought that there was no chance, I'd try to take my last bit of money, last bit of gas, and just make it somewhere where I know there's a lot of fucking food that I can hunt and eat. And I might die. But it's better than sitting under a bridge with a goddamn piece of fucking cardboard hoping somebody gives me $10 so I can, you know, have a fucking cheeseburger or something that day. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. And those people are like that because that's their lifestyle. Getting handouts is what they're used to. So, of course, they're going to stand there and ask for more handouts. That's how they've been raised to be, to give, to get handouts. How many people depend on their parents? And when their parents die, they freak out. They lose it. It's over with. For, like, they, they fucking have a midlife crisis and shit. The, the fact that you're, the fact of the matter is, most people don't even separate themselves from their parents coddling them until their parents die and they have no other choice. Most people are right up their parents' ass. Hey, thanks for the money, mom. Hey, and, and you know, I get it. There's parents out there like, oh, I want to give my kids money. And then there's the kids that are like, well, I'm not going to turn down free money you know, whatever. But there's a lot of people out there that are like, what would I do without my parents? Well, we'll see soon. <laughs> we'll see soon. Good fucking luck. Listen, my parents are both alive. They live with me in my house. I take care of them. Okay. They help out a little bit. And I understand that one day they're going to die. And I've, I'm prepared for that. I have accepted that. My wife, on the other hand, isn't isn't in that state of mind. It's going to be a big shock to her. Okay, and that's just how different people are, and and you can't save everyone. The only person that can come to grips with that shit is her. I can try as much as I want to fucking <clears throat> stand next to her and pat her head and be like, "It's going to be okay," but it's not going to help. It's not going to help. 
The only thing that's going to help is her to be able to, I mean, I just went through a thing where my wife had breast cancer. Okay. For the past like three months and it wasn't invasive, but then it became invasive and it's all out of her now. And she's got to get some radiation treatment, but no matter how many times I said, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. And, and look where we ended up to okay. And certainly it could have not been okay, but we ended up where it was okay. And I was right all along and I could, and I didn't know any better necessarily. I'm trying to be strong for her. But at no point does she ever, during the entire time, listen to what I'm saying. The whole time, every time I'd say something like, well, it's going to be like this and there's this and there's that because I'm a hypochondriac. I've looked into cancer, okay? I, I'm, the kind of, I'm the kind of guy that when I was 20, I was having <clears> panic <throat> attacks because I thought I was fucking having aneurysms and shit. Like, what the, what the fuck was that sound in my head? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm researching Mind shit the like that and stuff. I, I've researched all kinds of shit like that. And, and so we go through this process of where, where I know what the answer is. I know what the doctor's going to say, and I tell her, but that doesn't console her. She's just scared and upset and worried. And then we go to the doctor, and he says the same thing I say. And it, even though that's a registration for her that should be, well, my husband knew what he was talking about, the next time it's the same exact process. Some people just don't follow through with that properly. Some people's mentality is, I got to see it to believe it. It's got to happen before I'm okay with it. And there's, and a lot of those people are on the side of people that a lot of those people, not, not all of them, because my wife's not one of them, but a lot of those people have very serious victim complexes where they think that because everybody's been telling them they're victims, they think they're victims. So every little time somebody says something bad about their life choices or something, they get taken aback and they're, it's mentally damaging to them. But the only person that can solve that problem of uh, you know, your viewpoint on whether or not you think you're pansexual is you. And by have forcing people to make, to, to call you pansexual or they, or Zer, that's not doing anything for you. That's making you a weaker person and you're not going to survive. It's just not going to happen. Uh, it's not a threat. That's just a promise. You're not going <laughs> <laughs> to survive because you cannot make it to old age always being upset with things people say to you you're gonna at some point you're gonna so we're gonna probably to make it to 40 max or something like that no i'll be the old ass no we will be old people unless we unless we die of our weight problems or something or or some some freak accident but we <laughs> we will absolutely be that old 90 year old guy going fucking pieces of shit <laughs> <laughs> All these fucking assholes on Reddit. Who even goes to Reddit anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that will that will be us. By the way, I think a great way to end this uh, podcast is to talk about. Um, you hear that Elizabeth Warren's running for president? Confirm. The only real question. Okay. Well, good luck. The only real question is: Is she going to run as the first Native American president? I don't think she can play that card anymore. <laughs> But if she doesn't play that card, it kind of makes Trump right about what he said about her. Yeah, being that's why I said good luck. It's not going to It's happen. a bit of a double-edged sword for her. I feel like she's putting herself in a bad situation. Elizabeth Warren, straight off the reservation. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she is off the reservation. She thinks she's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's it for this week, I guess, right? I mean, we got eight, we got Anthem coming up Thursday, if you have the premiere thing, right? 
Is what, that what it is? What What's the day? What day? So EA Premiere allows you to preload Anthem the 13th. That's Wednesday. And then Friday the 15th is when the full game launches. Yeah, so uh, Friday. This is when <clears throat> so we'll be playing it. Yeah, anybody out there that listens and played Destiny with us, or even if you didn't play Destiny with us, come play the fucking game. I mean... Yeah, we I, might start up playing SSB again. Yeah, I think we're looking to do if something it's good like enough. that. We got to find something to do that in either that or the division. We'll see. Yeah. Well, probably not the division because probably not the division, <laughs> at least not until it's on a heavy sale. I mean, well, we didn't really talk about the division. Mm-hmm. We could talk about that real quick. Um, pretty much look at division one and take away burst healing and add heal over time. And there you go. couple other abilities. Everyone's still fucking bullet spongy. Some and it's the same thing. Like mechanics. again, in, in division one, Nothing seemed bullet spongy until you got to max level and started playing yeah. with a group. And it's the same thing with Division 2. It's funny because people are like, no, no, now you got armored targets where the armor falls off. That's still a bullet sponge. It's just now there's a visual effect. <laughs> it's the oh, that same sounded process. weird. You roboted for a second. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, people, we got... I, I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's one of those things where, you know, if you shoot 100 bullets at somebody and then they die and that's a bullet sponge. If you shoot a hundred bullets at another guy and his armor falls off while those hundred bullets go through and then he dies, it's still the same. Well, here's, here's my problem with division and you've heard this before. So, I mean, you probably heard it a lot from me, so don't roll your eyes. I won't be able to tell if you do, but because everyone's so bullet spongy, like they want that game to be a tactical shooter where you take cover and you move positions and you're not out in the open shooting all the time. The problem is the AI is fucking terrible for a game like that because all they do is they all come out of a fucking spawn point door stand there, shoot you for a minute and then rush you, which yeah. first is, is only viable because they have so much fucking health. You're yeah. sitting there unloading on them, unloading on them, unloading on them. And then they get right up on you and there's nothing you could do except run and you're forced to reposition. Like they never just hold cover and wait for you to push up on them. Hardly ever. All they do is fucking rush you. Yeah. And that's why it's a terrible experience for the most part. And then the and end game is just think- fucking grinding shit out and trying to get God rolls. So you can do the same fucking content and make it be a little bit easier <laughs> because they're so personally, fucking bullet spongy. Personally, I think um, that the whole coming out of a door and taking cover and then rushing you only works if they have low health because then it makes them more of a threat because then when there's larger numbers, it's like, okay, some of these guys are running at me because I understand they have melee characters that run at you. No, I mean, well, I have, have problems character. with rushing, like, in general. Right. It's just but, that they all seem to a, do it. Some of them take cover, but, again, when they poke their head character. out and you shoot them 50 times in the head, they shouldn't just get behind cover again and then keep popping out while other people are rushing you. I'm surprised it's they a, didn't put healing in the game for the NPCs. Yeah, it's like that one guy, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the one guy on Reddit was right. High time to kill makes it feel like a PvE game, but even PvE games shouldn't feel that way. Now, look, if I put five to ten bullets into someone in PvE, fine. But... Fucking five, six, seven magazines? Hundreds of bullets into one enemy? No. I mean, I can physically prove it right now by booting up fucking Division 1. It's literally you go into a dungeon with your friends who have good gear, and you aim at a fucking thing. Like The meta is to have a sniper rifle for a reason, because it two-shots things in the head. But the problem is, I'm two-shotting guys in the head who are elites, and then as soon as a boss character comes out, it's, oh my god, it's like... 50 fucking shots to the head. Meanwhile, I got these, you know, they got that destiny problem where every boss fight has ads because they can't think of anything interesting like World of Warcraft can. 
Granted, the one's a fantasy and one's not. Whatever. I think it's just lazy. They program the AI. They crazy. drop it in a new environment. And they let it do its thing. Like bosses like that should be scripted. Let, let me just. I mean, listen. I'm so good at game development. Listen to me right now, okay? Here we go. Division two boss battle. It's a guy that's got a fucking chain gun. All right. He's walking around with a big chain gun. He's got a lot of armor on. So you have to break off the armor pieces and then shoot the thing that's underneath it. And he's got like one on his back, one on his like front left torso uh, or something like near his, his hip. And then one is his head and you have to do it in a certain order. And then what's the mechanic? Instead of having all these ads spawn, you're in a subway and there's fucking trains running and you have to move the different track like your cover gets fucked as you, as these different trains come down okay simple as that you can even have like one one or two areas where the trains move and then one where the train's sitting there and the train is your cover and then he you know jumps on it at some point and fucking turns it on and fucking jumps off of it and now you you have to fucking get out your cover's gone right or some shit like that or he calls in some guy that's in a control room to do it for him like hey if i can move the train <laughs> Like these are these are mechanics to games where you can have boss battles that don't involve having all these fucking ads. Even if you have ads, do it interesting. Don't just spawn like a handful of all the different ads. How about like there was a fight in Destiny One that was really great. If you take out all the ads except for a certain group, so you had this guy that was like one of these captain guys that would run away from you all the fucking time, and he would kind of keep his distance. And if he got too close, he'd kind of move in on you and try to melee you. Uh, but he had like one of those fucking shotgun explosion guns, like the do do do, you know, that they would always shoot those fucking captain dudes with the swirlies yeah. that chase you. And then you'd have ads spawn from two sides, and some of these ads were would like explode on you or something. Or no, they were the uh, they were like the stealth guys. They'd be the the stealth dudes that would run at you and try to melee you. If you take those guys out and instead keep the snipers that were up on the railing, that were there was only one area where the railing was. Now you have an interesting concept where. If you want to move into the open area where you have more options for cover and and know where that you can be backed into a wall, you have to kill the snipers. And then you can be in this area where you have plenty of room to run away from him and shit like that and just and to sweep around. Otherwise, you have to stay back in the corridor area where you where if he comes in there, you're fucking you're going to be having a hard time getting away from him and he's going to be putting a lot of damage on you. That's how boss fights should work. Not, hey, every fucking, we got every enemy time. And they do that in fucking Division 2. And the worst part is it's not just normal enemies. It's not like, hey, here's a boss character and here's a and bunch of normal enemies. certain difficulties, they just start quickly. replacing all the normal enemies with purple or yellow guys, which. Yeah, uh, which, is, which translates into this. Here's my sniper of a pink, pink, pink. Okay, he's dead. Okay, next guy. Pink. Meanwhile, pink. while you're doing this, there's two guys with shotguns fucking running up behind you. Right. And, and two shot you, by the way, because again, you're the weakest right. fucking character yeah, in this the, universe. You're the, you're the weak guy. You don't, you're not a bullet sponge for them. <laughs> and if you're behind cover and they're running at you, what's your option? If you poke out, they shoot you. So you got to like blind fire with your fucking, your machine gun. And it's just hitting them. And they're not phased by it. They're not stunned. It doesn't slow them down. It doesn't make them go, oh shit, I'm getting shot. Get to cover. They just keep running straight at you. <laughs> like, yeah. That is it. It's the fucking worst. And that's what Division 2 is. Because if you watch anybody play it on Twitch, you'll understand just like we do. It's the same thing. It's just got a different, like the UI has been updated. There's going to be more. Con it's basically if you take Division 1 and they made an expansion. And in the expansion, they added a couple abilities, they added a couple more weapons, or, or a, dozen, a, a lot of more, a lot, a lot of weapons. They're going to be the same weapon types, <laughs> maybe a couple new weapon types. 
but oh, I guess technically they're new weapons. About as new weapons as Destiny's events, where they would give you a reskin version of something with random stats that make any fucking sense on them. And then there's like a new UI element and, and some new content because it's an expansion. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in DC, everybody, which looks like New York City somehow, but there's no snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I really don't see the appeal. Like that game was fun as you were leveling and then the end game was pretty bad. And even after they quote fixed it, it was still pretty bad. Because even having is... not played them and coming back to the game and trying to play them, it's just fucking frustrating and it's not fun and all you're doing is grinding shit out. And people I think people just get into this loop where they're addicted and they don't even really think about the purpose or like you want to do these activities to get better gear and you want to do get better gear so you yeah, can do the same activities yeah. easier to right. get better gears. So you can do the same. Well, we've activity. talked about like, that with world of Warcraft and like the mythic Raider concept is, you, you know, the purpose of mythic raids are to have more of a challenge. But then the irony is that the gear you pick up makes it less of a challenge. So what's the fucking point? The point of getting better gear is to make yourself you feel stronger. good about yourself. So you can make yourself stronger and kill shit fast. That's what traditional RPGs... When you play Legend of Zelda, the enemies don't get stronger with you and you feel weak. In fact, you're able to just mow down enemies that used to be problems. You get, you get your hands on a shield, now you can deal with an enemy that was shooting shit at you. The enemy doesn't just evolve to suddenly be able to like yeah, drop I mean, on a much smaller scale, instead. it makes sense, right? Like you get the upgraded shield and now you can block a different type of attack and you get the better sword and you do double damage. And now you can yeah, kill the enemies that shields, you couldn't you get the kill before. And it's not burning away your wooden shield now. Like, yeah, it's, it's standard. The game doesn't just say, oh, this, this enemy is now different. Well, no, it <laughs> works well because you can, in the original Zelda, you can go into a, like a, a dungeon that was way above your skill level. And, you know, some of them you couldn't beat because you didn't have the right equipment, like the hook shot or whatever. But, I mean, some of them you could. It was just really, really difficult because the enemies had a lot of health and you still had a shitty sword. But you could do it. Yeah. And then once you get the better swords, all the other enemies you were dealing with before become irrelevant and it unlocks all these higher dungeons. Yeah, Ocarina of Time is a great example of it. You can't go up the mountain without getting the metal shield. Or your shield just burns away. And the enemies up there use lava attacks and fire attacks. So you have to have the metal shield. If you don't have the metal shield, you're going to have a really hard time dealing with them. You could, but the metal shield makes you more powerful so that you, it's easier to deal with. Yeah. And then there are some things that act like key items, like the red tunic. Like you can't do that whole fucking fire temple because it's really fucking hot in there. Yeah. But in, in a game like, and here, Division suffers from a reverse Destiny problem. Destiny 1 was a great game. It wasn't that great at the start. It was interesting and it was new and people played it, but then people fell off because they were making mistakes. And then he came out with the Taken King and people universally accept that this was great. They had a lot of the fixes people had been asking for for a year, ironically. And uh, then for some reason, they're like, instead of, continue, instead of making Destiny 2 an expansion, some kind of cabal expansion, like it, you know, the whole traveler being stolen and shit by the cabal, or not really stolen, but, you know, take, Earth being taken and shit by the Cabal. Instead of making that an expansion, they decide to make that a new game. They claim that it's a new engine and all this, even though it plays and performs and it has the same exact bugs as Destiny 1. Um, and the, the weird thing is, like, they took out all the good shit that people liked from Destiny 2's Forsaken, or Destiny 1 Forsaken, or the Taken King, rather, not Forsaken. So... 
it was weird because you you learn all these lessons from your year of developing this game and you don't even bring them over and then it takes them another year to realize oh i guess we should do what we did with the taken king well i don't trust them to make a good decision after that but then you look at the division and it's the opposite the division was pretty good at launch and it just got progressively worse and they never figured it out so a de- a division 2 launch makes sense as a way to fix all your problems, but they're not. They're just keeping it the same. It's the same exact game in terms of performance, in terms of the gameplay, in terms of the end game. And, and the only thing they talk about that's really new in Destiny in, in Division 2 is hey, there's gonna be raids. Well, what does that mean? More spongy bosses? Like even yeah. more spongy. Uh, but hey, you get better gear, which will make the bosses easier. So you can kill them and get better gear uh, to make uh, the bosses easier. <laughs> It's so weird, man. Like it's the, the thing is, it's like weird. the progression is what makes it fun. But it's like games nowadays either level enemies with you or it put you in this endless loop of randomness to where you don't feel like you're progressing. You don't feel like you're getting more powerful. And yeah. when that happens, if you just fucking take a second and think like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like the game isn't fun anymore and I'm yeah, not and getting just- anywhere. It might be developer laziness, or it might just be some idiot that has an idea. One of these developers is sitting around a table and has a what he thinks is a bright idea, and every idiot there believes him, even though he's the art guy and shouldn't be in charge of those kind of decisions. Where it's like, what if we made it to where enemies are always uh, relevant? Well, no, that's terrible. Yeah, but some t- so so the idea is that let's say you're playing world of warcraft if you do it right certain enemies in the areas you're supposed to be in at your level those enemies will be relevant but when you fucking get to like let's say we kept playing in forsaken and got maxed out and got up to whatever it is the cap 600 when we go back and do callus that we've done hundreds of times that shouldn't be just as difficult as it was when like before the expansion came out when everyone was 330 item level it's fucking stupid. It's a great example because you go, if you're a mythic raider and you go do mythic stuff and then you go into the world to do the world quests and the dailies and stuff that you were doing before you were a mythic raider that was, you know, difficult. Now it should be easier because now you're in mythic raids, which are more difficult, even from a standpoint of just logic. Like you're now a mythic raider. Why are these things going to give you a hard time? It doesn't make any sense. These are just paltry, pathetic enemies. And it's because some intern somewhere has the idea that maybe we sh- people might not, it might be boring to people to one shot stuff. No, it's never boring to one shot stuff. Okay. People, yeah. you know what people used to do in Look their at free Diablo. For all you idiots that think vanilla is going to be, uh, wow, classic is going to be fun. You know what people did like me did for fun back then? The only thing that was done for fun was to go to dead mines when you level fucking 60, kitted out in tier two armor and just pull the whole dungeon and one shot everything with one thunderclap at the end. Okay. And that was before Blizzard made the stupid decision to make damage mitigate against all targets instead of just a flat number on AoE because there were people that were pulling shit in raids in large because people would get geared up in the raid and then they'd just pull like half the fucking raid and then AoE it down because it was all doing the same number when it hit each enemy. Which is kind of the point of AoE. Which is the point of AoE. And then they fucked up AoE and every fucking game developer followed suit and now it's just doesn't feel powerful at all. Like most AOE abilities in most games feel weak as fuck. Which is yep. against the point. You know, if you're a mage and you're throwing fireballs and then you rain fireballs down from the sky, it should be the same. <laughs> in fact, it should do more damage because it's more fireballs. I mean, they used to do that, right? Like, if you did an AOE, 
that had a longer cast time or something, or it would cost more mana, but it would do the same damage. Now it just does less damage and all those other things. Because it's only it's supposed to be worth it. And that's why you get all these fucking, awesome. like, all these guides online saying, like, well, as part of your rotation, it's really only worth it to do this if there's three more targets. It's only worth it to take this talent and use it if there's eight or more targets. This one's good at cleave, which is two targets. It's like, what the fuck? Why can't I just use the abilities that are effective in a situation? Like, man, there's two enemies. Uh, Living Bomb sounds like it would be good. But uh, it, on paper, it's really not. I should really just fucking burn one down with fireball then switch it's like I, they're taking away the choice and it's taking away from the fun yeah. of the game if i yeah. want to fucking cast blizzard on one person and watch him fucking freeze in place and walk really slowly towards me while i pelt him with ice bolts or frost bolts i should be able to do that yeah i just i don't i don't get it and listen anybody that tells you that the only food that can make you cry is onions deserves to have a coconut thrown at their face <laughs> You just make that up, or is that a saying? Uh, I think I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, but okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it does, but not in the context of what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God, if people tell you that onions are, the, onions are the only food that makes you cry, go eat a tomato. Raw. Just go take a bite out of a tomato. Tell me how, how much you like tomatoes, then. Garlic. No, tomatoes. I know. Try to chew some garlic with the clove. Just grab a fucking hey, giant well, clove garlic is a spice, so <laughs> it's different. It's a vegetable, man. It's the onion family. Well, I mean, it's your parsley is a vegetable, but it's a spice. Like you're not supposed to just eat. And yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. At the Olive Bar where I go shopping, they also have garlic. It's like roasted garlic that's been marinated, and you just eat the cloves, and yeah, it's good because it's not really fucking oh, it's, strong. It's roasted, not yeah. raw. Yeah, you can do that, actually. Also, if you're crying while cutting onions, stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember, uh, plants can feel pain. How many fucking heads of lettuce had to die to make your stupid fucking salad? Huh? Yeah. Murderer. I was talking to my wife. She was like, I want to get a dog. I was like, I want to get a cow. Like, why? It's like cows are like big dogs. Have you ever seen cows? They're, they're very much like big dogs. They do all the things dogs do. But when they're old, you can eat them. Get a pig then. First of all, pigs are adorable. Oh, fuck that. They're Pork super is clean. Not as good as beef. I guess it's whatever you're in the mood for. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> Some people. I was looking it up. You can you can adopt a pig. They're pretty cheap, like between two hundred and four hundred dollars. Yeah, they eat. And anything. they make good pets. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a piglet, but I wouldn't be excited about it being old. You know. At least with a cow, I'd be like, oh, shit. You know, like, it, it's a... I <laughs> I'm going to eat work. you. You know, you're <laughs> no. pretty heartless and cold, but I don't think you could raise an animal from um, being, like, a little a little cow. No, like, grow Chris up and then Pratt eat it. does it, man. Chris Pratt has, like, a ranch, and he has cows, and that's what they do. When a cow's about to die, they, they slaughter, and the idea is that they've provided for the cow, and the cow's provided them companionship, and then now, as the cow's final act, before it dies, it provides them with sustenance. And it's, it, what is what is the alternative? You just dig a fucking giant hole and put a cow in it? It's ridiculous. Let its carcass rot somewhere. You can't do that. You'd have to dig a dig a Look, giant. I don't, hole. I don't disagree, but I mean, have you ever killed anything like that? Well, here's the thing, too. If you have land, um, 
I'm just you saying it's to, harder than it sounds. Well, hold on, hold on a minute. I'll get to that. So if you have land, you also have this conundrum because the reason why they embalm people before they put them in the ground is because <clears> all the gases that escape the human body are going to make like fucking pits that just collapse in <laughs> if you just bury a body somewhere. So, and here's the deal, okay? When a dog dies, when you have a dog and it's a nice little dog and it lives for a long while, it doesn't, first of all, it doesn't live as, live as long as a cow does. So cows, first of all, boom, point to cows, they live longer. So you don't have to go through as many in your lifetime. Point number two that I think goes to cows is whenever a dog dies, you just, all you can do is bury it. I mean, sure, you could eat it, but nobody does that. <laughs> okay. And not socially acceptable. It's not socially acceptable. And you're just going to be sad. But when a cow dies, it's almost like something to look forward to. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of steak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look, I'm just saying, I don't have much experience. Steak. Like, I, I am all for hunting and I'm all for eating meat. I'm just talking oh, on a personal level. It's really easy. You just it, shoot him in the head. Well, no, but I mean, it's different when you have a pet. Like, I had a cat growing up and I didn't think it would be that big of a deal when it needed to be put down. But it, it hit me pretty hard when we had to put it down in the yes. moments. You don't it's see it coming, suck, but you didn't get to look forward to eating your cat afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. But I mean, <laughs> just picture Gabba there, like eating his fucking giant steak, crying into it. <laughs> this Bunny, is delicious. This is delicious, <laughs> but this is not worth it. <laughs> they provide milk their whole life too. That's no, like I'm, I'm just saying, like if I and were I if I were to you. take up hunting, if I had the money and the know-how to actually go out hunting, which I actually want to do, but you know, I don't see it happening in the foreseeable future. You don't get to like raise a deer and then set it loose. Like it's like the most dangerous game. Like you've got 10 minutes and then I'm coming for you. Right. Like you just go out there and you shoot it and you slaughter yeah. and it's over. But raising something is, is different. Like you kind of, you, well, you I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to like take the cow out by a rope and then shoot it in the head. I think what I would do is let the cow go and then I'd hunt the cow. Well, you know how they do it. Right. And what they say is the most humane way is they fucking bash it over the head with a sledgehammer to knock I it disagree. out and then they tie it up and slit its throat. I completely disagree. I think you shoot it right in the brain. I think, I think that's probably. Ah, what's this on my stick? Ah, oh, it's a, it's the bullet. I got the bullet. You got it. Good luck. I found it. Make a no, wish. I think, I think decapitate it like the mountain did its horse. You know what I mean? Like how the mountain decapitates his horse. I think that's yeah, how But that requires it. immense strength and like a really sharp sword or an ax or something. It's much easier to find a makeshift blunt object. Nah, you just get a guillotine, man. It's <laughs> fucking guillotine. You put a lot so, of thought into how you're going to kill your hypothetical. Listen, cat. I'm not going to bet. What if you bash it in the head and it doesn't work? And well, that's why you got to get good at it. Like, just practice. Pet cat. <laughs> practice with water. There are people that do this for a living. You're right. You're right. I think I have to get some dogs to practice. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it sounds easy. Like when you think about it objectively, no, I know you're like, not. yeah, that makes perfectly, that makes perfect sense. And then when I think about actually trying to do it, like what if it were my cat, if I were as close to my cow as I am to my cats and then like at the end of its life, I had to look forward to killing it myself and eating it, man, that would be a bad day for me. So here's, here's another thing for it. Okay. And I just kind of thought about this cause I was thinking about the process of it. Like when people hunt deer and stuff, they, they shoot for the heart. Or they shoot for the head. I think they well, usually go. They for shoot the heart. for the heart because they want to mount the head. And they don't. Right. I mean, I would just shoot him in the head. And I, mount I the head. That got him right there. 
Well, I I didn't shoot him in the head. Um, God, that would be so funny to me because my my in laws and shit hunt and they have mounted deer heads and everything. It's like if I took up hunting and I just have a bunch of deer heads around, they'll still have like chunks taken out of their skull. Bullet still in there. I got this right between the eyes. Good shot. Look at that, Look at that shot. It's not about the deer and how pretty it is. It's about the shot. <laughs> This one right here is the one I shot in the heart. You can see it don't have no head because I cut it off. <laughs> but the right there is the shot. See that? How did this right one die? The ribs. Can't you tell? I cut his head off. <laughs> I hunt with a fucking great sword. <laughs> this is the one I killed with the claymore. Can you tell me that? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, God. No, but so here's the thing. I think it's most people take their dogs to get put down by a veterinarian and they're like, oh, you can be in there or whatever. And the dog just, they don't know they're dying. They just go to sleep. Right. I mean, I guess you could probably put a cow to sleep like that. You probably, you could probably inject it with like a bunch of morphine or something. Probably really expensive though. Uh, so I guess there's that option. But if I was to have to shoot the cow, I don't think I would just take it out somewhere and then shoot and be like, I'm sorry, boy. You know, like that shit. Because then I feel like the last moment of that cow is like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so i'd prefer to like have the cow out somewhere in the field and i'm just hiding in the woods and he has no idea i'm there <laughs> and then i shoot him you know yeah because I, mean? I know people that like they you know they need to put their dogs down but they know that it's it's too much money to like put them down and they got guns so they just bring them out back and shoot them and i just i get it like uh, if you're listening to this i don't want you getting offended i get it i understand there's nothing wrong with that me personally you create a bond with this animal and just imagine sitting there pointing your gun at its little face while it's looking up at you. Like, it just feels like you're betraying years of friendship, right? Yeah, that's why you got to do it from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't lead them as much. <laughs> I think it gets easier after the first one, too. Yeah, know? I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> And after a while, you might even get a little excited. Woo! I get to hunt some shit. <laughs> Today's the day I get to shoot something. Hell yeah! I, I get uh -oh, it. Honey. I just I don't think I don't think <laughs> I could do it. Uh oh, honey. Too much it's of a like pussy. our sons come down with tuberculosis. I might have to take him out back. Now we get to hunt the most dangerous animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a sickly child. He's over there! Get him! Unvaccinated child. <laughs> I can hear him over I there. I heard him coughing. <laughs> I could see his limp marks. He went this way. He's dragging a leg. <laughs> I must have winged him. <laughs> oh, God. You're terrible people. Yeah, we're... All right, well, uh, that's a that's a good note to end the podcast on. We talked about Apex Legends and how it's good but overrated, and how people on Reddit are wrong always. It's um, better than Fortnite. 100%. It is better than Fortnite, but guess what? All the Fortnite people are now playing Apex Legends, so say goodbye to that community. Uh, and then we talked about Division a little bit. Uh, we had a political rant. It was a good day. I think I think we really helped people. Yeah, I feel we like we saved some people today. We I did the like saving. You people, we gave of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, a little bit every time. If even one person out there changes changes their mind, then we've succeeded. Yep, victory.
I mean, no one's no one's told us we're wrong yet in the comments. So if you think we're wrong, get fired up, feel that righteous fury, and then tell us why you think you're right, and then we'll tell you why you're wrong. Yep. And that'll be next week on Electronic Gaming Mostly. Uh, I'm I'm Seeker One Twenty Seven, uh, soon to be Cyber Cynical Senpai or something. Cyber cynical <laughs> senpai you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash seeker127 and any combination of seeker127 or seeker127 gaming on facebook youtube twitter instagram instagram's the big one because it's easy and i can have it posted other places yeah i use my looks to get views mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't i use my Sorry. charming attitude and likableness yeah, we're actually very likable people. I mean, we're both married, so someone out there can deal with us. Yeah, and we're not sexist because we're married to women, so take that. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian feminist who thinks she's... You like- won't make me a sandwich! <laughs> no oh, mustard! You're, se- you're a sexist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, lesbian feminist who doesn't like women or men. No, I joke, but I actually make the sandwiches in this yeah. household. My wife loves my sandwiches, even though I think it's mostly because she doesn't want to make sandwiches, so she makes me feel real good about my sandwiches. Yeah, I don't so every have time, to... Every time it's like, but your sandwiches are the best. Yeah, I, yeah, I have an whatever. Asian wife, and I, I didn't get one of the Asians that cooks. I got one of the Asians that works. Well, that's so, good. That's a good trade. Hey, and they make bread out of rice now, so. <laughs> You'll get that one on the way home. <laughs> Uh, well you know you can find me on the gabbler on twitch.tv or tg gabbler on twitter where i'm actually talking to people and some people seem to like it most people seem to like it i would say uh but uh if you don't watch me i guess you could just fuck yourself i mean that's yeah well i mean if you're not gonna watch him watch me like i said i got 62 dollars in my bank account right now and i'm starting to panic so i need to make the streaming thing work so uh please please go support the stream. I mean mm-hmm. seriously, please. For the love of God. We're good at it. I promise we're good at it and we're entertaining. Yeah, I think begging works at this point. Hey, everyone's got a bleeding heart now, right? You want to get to yeah. a good cause? We're a good cause. We work yeah. really, really hard for very, very little. Not Trump, just in orange, streaming, with everything. Man bad, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have my robot voice? Hold on. I don't. No, I got the megaphone. That might be close enough. Sorry. Orange man, bad. Please give money. <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't touch on this too much, but I'll just say real quick. Uh, China bought Reddit, pretty much. Oh. So goodbye. Why? Uh, Were they just going to ban it in their country? Well, they they have banned it in their country, but I think they want to ban specific things off of Reddit and influence shit, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, well. So watch out for them Russians. Rip internet. <clears throat> watch out for them Russians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. It's been a highly offensive day for you, I'm sure, so we'll we'll let you go. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Electronic Gaming Mostly podcast. Later.